The college experience week 12 recap in database top 25 on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by mybookie.ag. The mybookie Turkey Day free play is back this Thanksgiving. That's right, up to a $250 free bet on the Texans Lions game exclusively at mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome to the college experience week 12 recap and Dantabase top 25. My name is Colby swinging Dantabase Dan, AKA pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back, a guy who loses to me in Tecmo Super Bowl all the time. <laughs> Give it up for the burrito eating. Sideline kiss stealing, a wheeling a dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, buddy, 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 how are you, pal? Buddy, I am great. Life is fantastic. We got, mm. we had a great week of football, right? And we got an even better one coming up. And the season, guess what? It keeps going this year. Next week isn't the end of it. We got. Three, four more weeks of this. You got glory. college basketball tipping off on Wednesday. Oh my gosh. And then so guess what? You sprinkle that in. You get a little FCS in the spring. Yeah. FCS starting in February. It don't stop, buddy. This is just a beauty. Look, I understand we got COVID problems. It's <laughs> unbelievably hard to handicap this year, yeah. but <laughs> that's the real COVID problem. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be, oh, people died. Yeah. <laughs> my picks died. <laughs> uh, yeah. My, my picks died. Exactly. Um, <laughs> All right, let's get to let's get to this recap action. We're gonna go game by game here. We already went through the Mac wins on Wednesday. I thought I got a horrible beat on that Buffalo Bowling Green game. Buffalo was covering that game, and I thought I had that in the bag, but I didn't. And then I went with Eastern Michigan, but uh, I lost that, and I should have lost that. But I I believe in you got to take Eastern Michigan as an underdog when they've hit like fifteen of of eighteen ga- of their last losses have yeah. been by a touchdown or less. I'm okay. I'll, I'll take that loss. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that loss on the chin. Buddy, let me tell you about a bad beat uh, on, you know, about my bet. No. Oh, okay. On Maxion. Yeah. What's that? Or not? Uh, I guess it wasn't Maxion, but it was uh, on what? Thursday. No. Oh, the Tulsa one. Tulsa two lane game. Well, actually I think our client, Oh, you took two lane. Yeah. Uh, I was on Tulsa and I was about to say, I actually hit for our clients and I hit that bet personally because it, it was at five and a half. Oh, nice. Our, our thing was so far back. It was at six. Yeah. So it pushed. I feel like 
the customers are still happy with me. You, you hacks <laughs> went with the green wave. We're up 14, nothing in the fourth quarter. Uh, there's something magical about this t- Tulsa team. Gonna, there is they're, they're, they're the gonna, last three minutes of every game. They're fucking yeah, dynamite. They're going to be the one to do it. The Cincinnati, I think. Oh, don't I think they're going to be the one. You know they're going to have to play each other two weeks in a row. Uh, well, we took two L's in a row uh, last season back to back. So uh, hopefully history will one of not the ones repeat itself. is going to fuck you up. Don't one say that. The, I hope not. I hope Cincinnati goes undefeated. Well, here's the thing. And I'm not going to jinx either one. Cause uh, I, I think the second time around is harder than the first time around, but the second time around, at least hopefully since he would have them at home, but if they lose the first time, both will be on the road again. Yeah. It's the exact same situation actually, as last actually, year. Actually Tulsa, it could be at Cincy because Tulsa plays at Houston. I think it's a dangerous game for Tulsa this week. Oh, absolutely. The, the, the top of the AAC is yeah. very yeah. dangerous, very dangerous game. Um, but that, that, that fucked me. I mean, Dude, in case you guys still, weren't with paying the attention, third string quarterback to play like that. Yeah. He, I was, tw- I was texting you or I think I tweeted one of the two. I was like, dude, Tulsa's third string quarterbacks better than Stetson Bennett. <laughs> he, and I believe that he is. Well, definitely. I mean, it's, I guess, uh, why JT Daniels wasn't playing last he week for 400 right, his in the first, first game. <laughs> There's probably more yards but than a Georgia. Isn't quarterback. that more hilarious though, that they, cause you know, the last time a Georgia quarterback threw for 400 yards, they lost to Vanderbilt. Is that right? So they almost lost that game. Yeah. Georgia. I can't figure can it out. Only run the ball. That's the only <laughs> way they can win. <laughs> and Mississippi's run defense is, is just stout. NC Nick owes me a bottle of bourbon on that one. Um, but yeah, I mean that Tulsa game, it, uh, that dude, that's why you watch college football. Yeah. That was fun. It was unbelievable. That was fun. I was six. almost rooting for them, even though like, yeah. I like both of them. Dude, I would love to see Tulsa. Dude. Imagine if Tulsa goes, uh, 11 or 12 or nine and one or whatever. They're, uh, no, 10 and one. Yeah. And their one loss is on that bullshit holding call. Yeah. Against uh, Oklahoma uh, yeah, state. Yeah. It would be a very fitting, uh, you know, Tulsa year, right? Well, and a very fitting college football year. Yeah. But, uh, we're going to get more into that now this week. I mean, there was uh, like, we talked before I get into that, uh, me and you had losing weeks on our locks, but I, I don't believe that I had a losing week on my lock because we both <laughs> locked Purdue. Yeah. Everyone that saw call, it. Yeah. If I win that, I have a winning week because I had an odd number of games. Yeah. That, that, that is the bullshit difference. That pass interference <laughs> cost me. Yeah. But I'll say this. This is what I was really getting to was that I had to scramble to find locks. Yeah. Because coming into this week, check us out. I had these games locked. I had Wake Forest against Duke, right? Mm-hmm. That game got canceled. That was yeah. a lock of mine. I had Texas against Kansas. That game got canceled. That was a lock of mine. Yeah. Uh, I had Colorado state against UNLV. That game got canceled. <laughs> I had San Jose state minus two against Fresno state. That game got canceled. I had wazoo plus two and a half. That game got canceled. So I really on uh, like, I'm telling you, man, uh, like on, on, you had to go to your like 15th like, pick. Uh, <laughs> uh, who should I take here? You know, like, like UMass Florida Atlantic, believe it or not, wasn't a lock until late because I didn't know. I was like, okay, UMass sucks, I guess, but yeah. I, I know Florida Atlantic can't pass. I gotta the have ball. a few locks on my spreadsheet. But I was a skeptic because I was like, FAU can't throw. So if UMass just stacks everybody, yeah, I don't think they can win by 31. But I was like, but tradition tells me it's almost like the Eastern Michigan play. It was like UMass loses by 40 to everybody. Right. So I was like, I well, guess that's I'll part lock of betting. That. But know? dude, that wouldn't, that, I guarantee you this, that would have not have been a lock had those other games. Right. Actually been played. Yeah. And same with, same with a few others, but, um, 
and we'll get into the rest. I mean, even the one that I did lock, like Nebraska, you know, Nebraska had like 20 players out. Uh, Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to make any excuses. Illinois had players out too. And Illinois whooped their ass. Yeah. Illinois is just better. Yeah. But, but because they had, but both teams had players out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, I'll tell you this. I wanted to remove that lock. I think I texted you this. Yeah. But the fact that I really had real money on it, I'd already bet that I said, you know what? I'm going to live and die with this fucking thing. You know what? You know, you, you put your balls on the table and you know, either she socks them or you, <laughs> she hits them with a hammer, you know? Is that true? I, well, I'm glad I've never got my balls hit by a hammer. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. You yeah. got to put yourself out there. Okay. So Syracuse at Louisville. This is why this season is, is just unbelievably hard. I had no idea Syracuse was on their third string quarterback. I was, you know, I, I thought, uh, what's his name was going to play. Not, not DeVito. I knew he was probably out for the year, but I thought their second string Rex, uh, he had cancer. I'm struggling. I'm struggling to think of his last name right now, mm. but this for, uh, for uh, Syracuse, Syracuse, the guy who played against Pitt. But anyway, he's not bad. Yeah. I didn't know they were starting a freshman third string. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe I, st- I might have still took Syracuse, honestly. So I don't know. That's a hard game, though. I can tell you, I, I thought they would not put a goose egg up. <laughs> dude, they look bad. <laughs> Babers. No. I know you're a Babers guy. No, man, but, but, I, but dude, I don't think you understand. Like they're. I do understand. They suck. He's going to get terribly. You know he's starting a fu- like a fullback at offensive line. <laughs> That's tough. He's it's on t- their fifth string running back. Tough to judge right? a guy. They got right a there. third string quarterback. They had opt outs all over this team. Yeah, you know what I mean. And some of them weren't even opt outs to go to the NFL. Some were opt outs as a, a Black Lives Matter stance. Yeah. So I mean this this season is a train wreck yeah. for, for for a head coach. I don't know what to tell you. Right. Like you kind of if the guy has earned some good faith, this is the year that you extend you know, that good faith to him. I mean, I bet you he went to the athletic director and was like, we should probably cancel the season or no. He was like, just realize this. We're putting a fullback at guard. Well, you know who realized that <laughs> and did just cancel Florida state, the pussies that is, that are Florida state, man. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they watched that. I wonder if they sat and watched UMass Florida Atlantic with Watt Bell, the former Florida state Ole Miss as the head coach of UMass. Yeah. And Taggart, who's five and one now at uh, FAU. Yeah. And they said, you know what? Cancel that Clemson game. Yeah. We can't take it's any fun. more embarrassing. Five and one. Yeah. But it's funny. My buddy hit me up. Uh, shout out to Gerard. He hit me up and was saying he read some great. He actually was supposed to send me the article. I don't think he did about uh, how bad the Florida state situation was with Jimbo Fisher. He said ESPN. I think, I think he might've said ESPN did a, a big story on it this past week. Yeah. Apparently like, like their facilities are really bad. And like, apparently like Taggart had no chance walking into that. Yeah. Yeah. It did seem like, I mean, for it to have fallen out on Bowden that hard was, you know, eye opening. And then Fisher revived it to his credit, you know, but then it fell out on him. It fell. Uh, Tagger never had a chance. I, I had heard about the facilities for a long time there. Well, and then the alumni, apparently Fisher went to them asking for more money because Fisher had just been with LSU and Saban. Yeah. Which is is funny because when I go back to my lawyer who told me Saban wrote the blueprint for how to build a program and launder and money. facilities and essentially launder money, uh, the first thing I thought about so so Fisher went to the the the, the uh, what's it called the alumni saying like hey we need to launder money we need to pay players <laughs> right. and apparently they they're like no this is what happens when Florida State goes clean we saw them <laughs> when they were dirty in the nineties and. Uh, who knows? Who knows, yeah. man? But uh, I can tell you that thing was a mess. Okay, New Mexico at Air Force. 
once again, I had no, I mean, I didn't know New Mexico was on their backup quarterback. <laughs> I bet this for real lost money on this one for real. New Mexico, Air, New Mexico could not make a field goal. If they made their field goals, I think they had four or five missed field goals. If they make their field goals, we cover this game probably because the game actually, the spread went up to 10. Actually, I bet it at 10. I didn't, I know on our spreadsheet it was seven and a half. So we wouldn't have hit that. Did they end up coming back? Cause I last no, time they saw- got goose egged. Okay. They got goose egg. <laughs> um, but let's talk about that Purdue game more. Sorry. I'm yeah. You're going to sneeze mid sneeze. Yeah. Get it out. <laughs> Get it out. Woo! Get it out. Uh, okay. Now Purdue uh, shout out to Minnesota. First off, it's not their fault. That ref made that awful call. Yeah. Minnesota had played him hyped. with 20 players out. Their uniforms were amazing, by the way. Yeah. yeah. 20 players out though. Yeah. Cool. Can I, we, can we just give a little bit of give, love, give the props for the teams out there that are still, that's why I don't believe in firing Fuente. People can say all they want. I'm like, dude, he's coached like five games with 20 players. Out. Uh, right. <laughs> Kansas state. Shout out to Kansas state. Shout out to Minnesota. Shout out to, Virginia tech shout out to uh, uh, Georgia Southern. Like there's teams out there that are truly battling with a lot. You know of what it out. is too. It's the teams that traditionally have character. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Are doing it. The plant planet honest, you know, every, and, every other team. It's just like, Hey, well, no, your some Florida's teams, are skipping out when they're at risk. Dude, you know? Shout out to Mike. Your Florida Leach. States don't want to get their ass whipped. Shout out to Mike Leach who almost upset Georgia with only what? 48 Scott, 48 players dressed only 48 players on a roster. Yeah. <laughs> that's unbelievable. All right. I mean, there was 24 or 24 with like six minutes left in the game against the so-called top. Uh, that's another thing. A, a preseason top three team. Uh, how about the preseason, by the way, a preseason polls that had Penn state at seven, Michigan at, at what? 16. We give a, a special shout out to preseason ranking because <laughs> uh, Penn state's zero and five. Oh yeah. And Michigan's what? Michigan. So lucky. Rutgers couldn't make a field goal. Yeah. Who? Horrible. So lucky. Hanging by a thread. Dude, that was, but I, I was like, you know, I was going for Rutgers obviously. And I'm like, Oh, come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> come on, man. You, this is so Rutgers, right? You have the chance to knock off a blue blood yeah. and you're sitting and you miss that field. A goal? fucking straight ahead field goal. Dude. And even the two point conversion to send it into overtime was like a delayed quarterback draw. Yeah. You know, you fake, like it's going to be a pass and then you, you, you do the draw. That it looked like he was like three yards tackled and he fights and the team pushes him into the end. I couldn't believe they scored because I thought, Oh, what a horrible play call. Right. Because I I just thought he didn't sell it. Well, right. Right, If you sell it, sometimes it's actually really efficient play call. Yeah. But I just thought it was a mess from the start. Yeah. And then it carries him into the end zone. And I'm like, Oh my God, we actually going to have overtime. (laughs) Right. 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 Unbelievable. Unbelievable game. Um, yeah, but we'll get, we're going to get to more of those. Uh, Harbaugh needed that one bad Memphis, Stephen F. Austin. Let's talk about that. Uh, Memphis, Stephen F. Austin. I know you were texting me being like, I hate Stephen F. Austin. Oh my gosh. This was a close game. Dude. This was a close game for a long time. And Memphis then like poured on like 40 in one quarter. All right. Stephen F. Austin winners of six in a row prior to this. And, uh, Memphis, um, hadn't opened it up like that on anyone, you know? <laughs> well, no, at one point it was like 14 to 12. I feel like, yeah, at I feel like, like it was a close game. Like, I'm like, wow. Look at yeah. Stephen I, F. Austin at, might at actually halftime, win. Let me tell you this. I almost texted you. Silverfield sucks again, but I was like, no, no. Gonna- <laughs> I've learned my lesson. <laughs> that is a second half team Memphis. Uh, clearly. Um, but yeah, I was covering like eight games that all like missed, like right at the same time. This is like, I, I was just like, fuck Dude, man. I, I had a horrible week. I mean, with my, I was better with my locks than my picks. I was way under 500 picking every game. But like I said, man, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just cover some of that. On these, how about Florida Vanderbilt? Well, let me let me tell you, Stephen F. Austin, 
they may have set a record for consecutive drives with three and out. I want to say it was like six, but I want to say they also had like nine and like 10 possessions. It was like, how does this, how did this team go six and three prior to this game? Yeah. When every single play doesn't work for, for like <laughs> two and a half quarters, you can't make a single play work. <laughs> well, dude, uh, that New Mexico air force game. I don't know if you saw it. I put it up on sports in, uh, sports gambling podcast, Instagram, make sure you give them a follow. They had, I think five straight possessions or maybe it was four straight possessions. Air force fumble, New Mexico, I miss, saw that. Miss field goal, air force fumble, New Mexico, miss field goal. I'm watching it with air with New Mexico plus 10. And I'm like, dude, if he just, uh, this he's got to make this one. Yeah. And it's like, no, he misses. It. I'm like, unbelievable. I'm like, <laughs> at what point do you switch? I, I, I'll fucking pull a Joe Theismann, throw someone else out there to kick. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, Florida Vanderbilt. How about your, your Florida team? You try to sell me on huh? <laughs> Look, they a couple got the teams. Win. I try to sell you on that. They got the win. They yeah. looked a lot better in the second half, but this was close to being a 10, 10 or 17, 17 game at halftime. Vanderbilt kept coming back in that game. Who are you taking this week? Uh, uh, Tennessee at Vandy. That's tough. But after last week's performance, you got to lean a little Vandy, but Tennessee, you got to figure still better, but I don't know. That's going to be a game. Uh, I'm actually intrigued to watch that one, man. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So what do you still think Florida? uh, Because one team, one team showed Alabama showed what they do to teams like Kentucky that can't pass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Put the full flex on. It was like 65 to three or something. 63, three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Florida though. I still got questions. Dude, that what's his name? The Vandy QB still threw for like 300 yards. Yeah. Florida, Florida's not going to beat Alabama. I don't think they have that. I mean, maybe for one game. Yeah. Florida has the potential to light it's it like, up. It's like, they're like uh, we've said this for like three or four straight weeks. It's like North Carolina and I'll, and I'll actually retract my statement a little bit because UCF, yeah, they're as much as they have the number one offense and great job for Cincy and they're, they're adapting. We're going to get, we'll talk more about that game. Yeah. Their offense isn't as good as, as North. It's not as explosive as North Carolina's or Florida's. Yeah. It's explosive, but not as explosive. Not quite as, as explosive. Yeah. 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 And I think it's cause they're kind of gimmicky. Has North Carolina or Florida been bottled up by anyone? It's not that Cincy really even bottled them up, but, uh, well, the first half of the Florida state game. North Carolina, like I think was shitty. And then all of a sudden they turned it on and scored like 30 yeah. in the second half. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, Vandy covers. I hate Florida East Carolina. My lock. Thankfully my pirates getting it done. How do you not love it? How do you not well, do they temples? One of the worst teams in the nation. That was uh, a lock for both of us. Well, temple also had some, some COVID problems too, but so I don't, I guess I shouldn't shit on them all the way, but, but that, that one was in the books by the end of the first quarter. Yeah. 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 By the way, did you watch any NFL today? Wasn't a it little great bit. to see Taysom Hill? Yeah. That's my boy. Taysom Hill's the man. Look, and PJ Walker from the XFL lit it up today. Well, who's the he? Panthers? He started for uh, the Panthers. He started for the Panthers. Yeah. Lit it up. Nice. Boom. Dude, my, my three favorite quarterbacks, you got Minshew, <laughs> Taysom Hill, PJ Walker. Oh, Minshew obviously didn't, uh, yeah. Do too, too well. Yeah. Well, they also <laughs> got my, my boy from Oregon state backing him up. Jake Luton. But uh, Houston SMU canceled LSU Arkansas. I was on this one. This was a crazy game. I was salty. This is one of the ones that slipped away right they, in they front of my the field eyes. They blocked well, the field. be and then LSU to just how lucky is LSU? Like some teams benefit from COVID. LSU is one of those. Like Miles Brennan like being off. out, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, they get a month off. 
My, it was my, is Miles Brennan out from COVID or what's his deal? I don't know. I think he's injured. He's injured. I think he's injured. Okay. Actually. Yeah. I didn't catch why he was out, but I will say there. Uh, it could be COVID. I think he's injured though. I the backup is so much better. Yeah. Is so much. And he put, took him down on a game winning drive, marched him down the field and won the game. And it's just like, I didn't think LSU had that in him, you know, especially after Arkansas had just marched and Franks had just taken them down the field. I thought they were completely deflated. He said, Nope, I'm putting this team on my back and we're winning this thing down the field. And then, and then, like you said, the block field goal at the end of regulation, LSU pulling a little bit of a uh, Auburn here, nine lives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hey, and, and I think coach O's record after losses is like something unbelievable. Really? But uh, let's talk app state coastal Carolina, buddy. Yep. I should have locked this. <laughs> Although I would have been a lucky cover because yeah. it was a pick six. <laughs> There's another one that slipped yeah. away from me right, right at the same time. Well, dude, what killed me is I would have covered this if they did, if they weren't chasing points the whole game. Yeah. They didn't, you know, they, they, they didn't get an extra point, either an extra point or two point conversion the whole game. Really? They scored like five times. And I'm like, kick the field goal. <laughs> Take kick the, the points. You, you, you failed the two point conversion like three times in a row. Kick the fucking right. field goal. <laughs> Gosh, man. I mean, that when you look, it's like, that's, uh, I forget what the final score is, but it's like five points. I'm like, that. that's the spread. I, I almost right. lost on that because they, they would not kick an extra point. <laughs> um, what else? What else do we got here? Uh, let's, let's go down. Dude, this, this army, Georgia, Southern army couldn't game. pull it off. Georgia Southern was whooping their ass and army stormed back. They did storm back. Oh man. And, and I don't know if you call, they had game. the ball like, uh, Marching, I want to say they were at like in Georgia Southern territory. Could have kicked the field goal with like two minutes left. You know, and give me the push at least. Nope. But, but you know they respect Georgia Southern too much. So well, that's Munkin's old school. That's true. That's yeah. true. But that wouldn't have necessarily been disrespecting them to kick a field goal and give yourself a little well, safety. Knowing net. Army's kickers though, they're trash. Every year. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you get a field goal blocked. Right. It's probably Southern a safe move there. to yeah. just down yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, that this game was, uh, you know, it, I, this is gonna make this is gonna sound bad. Because, you know, Coastal Carolina and App State is on, and I was watching that mostly. Indiana, Ohio State, I was watching early on. And yeah. then when Ohio State went up big, I, I really, I basically, so I had two TVs set up. App State, Coastal Carolina stayed on one. Yeah. Indiana, Ohio State was the other one, but I switched off of that for Georgia Southern Army. <laughs> Yeah. And you're texting me with that Indiana's coming back. And I'm and like, you're like, I don't give a fuck. Well, I'm like, dude, the Georgia Southern, like right now, like I think it came down to a, like Georgia Southern was driving on army down one. Yeah. And they had two different fourth downs. They got one of them. The second one, they got stood up on fourth and two by like a half a yard. Yeah. yeah. So I was watching the ticker on that while I was watching oh, I mean, flipping back and forth. But it was a great game for me. So I was like, dude, I know Indiana's going to lose. All right. And now I'll say this. I was surprised on how much offense they put up, but I know Indiana's going to lose, right? Yeah. Like that's one Indiana hasn't beaten Ohio State. Yeah. They beat Michigan this year, but Michigan's down. It's not because Indiana's so up, right? Yeah. I know Indiana's up, but I didn't believe in them being a top 10 of team. Course, of course. And I'll be honest. Shout out to Tom. I love the job he's doing. I still don't think they're a top 10 team. Yeah. It's if anything, there's more flaws with Ohio state that got revealed to me. Now I will say, I thought Indiana's defense. I liked their blitz packages. I thought that was really well, good. Indiana proved to be a good team. Yeah. But not, there's still questions. Do about, they beat Maryland this week? I think they do. Cause it's easy to get up for Ohio state. That's true. It's hard to get up for Maryland. That's true. But I think, uh, Tom Allen, I saw a little bit of that post game. <laughs> I love the guy, man. Yeah. I want to dude. between him and Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah. 
Talk about making America great again. <laughs> Those are my guys. There you go. That's that's 2024. Yeah. Tom Allen Pats for the show. Dude, they got my vote. There you go. They got my vote. But dude, let's talk about Ohio State here. First off, I, I have a conspiracy theory belief here. What do we got? I have a I have a conspiracy theory belief that they put Indiana at number nine because they wanted Ohio State strength of schedule to have a top ten win. Well, that's fully reasonable. Uh, uh, because I don't theory. know how you had Indiana ahead of Northwestern when Northwestern had absolutely waxed Maryland, right? Yeah. Then in then they beat a Purdue team that was undefeated at the time, right? Yep. And then let me see. Coming into the game, they beat Nebraska. Coming into the game, their yep. their wins were. A domination of Maryland. Yes. This is Northwestern we're talking about. A, a victory at Iowa. A very good Iowa team. Yeah. Yep. Uh, beating Nebraska. Yep. Uh, beating a pretty good Purdue team. Uh, t- uh, when they played them, they were undefeated. And they should be 3-1 and one right now if that ref doesn't call that bullshit. That's true. Yeah. And then clearly after the fact, obviously, they've proven what... But their records they, they played were so much better yeah. than Indiana's. And they're, even the performances. Yeah. Indiana... Had uh, squeaked by Penn State. Well, even if you dive into the stats, yeah. if you dove into the stats, you're like Indiana's. Like if you, uh, how many yards per play on offense? I mean, Penn State outgained them. They more than doubled their out- offensive output. Yeah. So you're kind of like, eh, right. And I, so my 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 belief is that they did that on purpose to 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 pad Ohio State because when Ohio State goes like six and zero, oh, because there probably be a couple more cancellations. Yeah. They're, they're going to be like, well, they have a top 10 victory. Well, you know what? You know what the excuse is going to be? And it kind of ties into exactly what you're saying is that Indiana had beaten Penn state and Michigan already when, when they were ranked. Yeah. Oh. When they're ranked. Yeah. So like the perception could be skewed to say, uh, look, they beat traditional powerhouses, whereas Northwestern hadn't. Even Dude, there's though- a chance if Michigan beats Penn state this week, can we pull up Penn state schedule? <laughs> is there a chance that they actually go winless? Cause I think Rutgers might be able to beat them. Dude, they might, they got going to Michigan this coming week. And I will say Cade McNamara is a huge difference. But I still maker. don't know who's winning that game. I'd favor Michigan. Yeah. But by In the big goal. house. Yeah. Give me a field goal. It's going to be a close one. I think though he makes a big enough difference. And I think Penn state has got to be demoralized to the point where it's like going to be really hard so for them. Penn state goes zero and six. Who's after that? Then they go to Rutgers and you know, Oh man. The Shiano's Guido. a Penn state guy. Yeah. He's going to be, he's going to get them. He's going to be, he's but that's another thing. Clay Travis was well, the guy who started that bullshit rumor about Shiano. Yeah. And isn't that great to see Tennessee just absolutely horrible. I love it. And <sighs> Shiano year one is making Rutgers really competitive. I, I mean, I'll tell right. you this. They would love to have. This Shiano is why I should be. A Although fucking, I will say Shiano at Rutgers is something special, but, but dude, I, I should be an athletic director because how many years was were, were me and you chirping even before this podcast existed. I was telling you, I don't understand why people aren't hiring Shiano or Levitt. Yeah. And to this day, I, I still say like when Levitt went to Colorado as their defense coordinator, yeah. we went to the we went Big to Pac twelve championship. Pac twelve championship. I, I still to this day I'm like, okay. Right now he's at Florida Atlantic. Is he still like uh, are people still scared away from that one incident? Yeah, he, so he choked a kid. Like that was <laughs> what the fuck, man. <laughs> it was I don't even think he choked him. You I think know, it was Leach like, I should think it was go get else. Levitt. <laughs> well, no, no, Leach's defense is doing fine. Yeah, that's true. But Levitt, just to have that like pro- Southern miss right now. What are you thinking? Like, uh, well, how about this? How many, how many programs you saw Mel Tucker get a huge contract. They could have hired Chiano. Uh, uh, how many other programs could have, we talked about Maryland, Mike Loxley. They went with Loxley over Chiano. Yeah. They went with, uh, the other coach prior to him over Chiano Durkin, the, the, um, 
Syracuse went with Babers over Shiano. Well, I will say that uh, Maryland, <laughs> after Durkin, you know, probably not in a position to be able to take any risks on potential character issues. Even, I mean, even if it's just bullshit public relations, you know, that they have yeah. to like look yeah, out yeah, for. Yeah, I get it. I get it too. Yeah. But Tennessee deserves bad. Like the football gods are doing this on purpose because <laughs> of are. what they did to, to, to Shiano and what they did to Leach. Yeah. Cause Leach was close to a deal there too. Like, well, did they smear Leach like, or did they fuck him over? No, now? but it was a handshake deal. And then they fired the AD who was just hired. Ah, uh, the K state AD former case. Cause they hired the K state. He was there for like a few months. Yeah. So Gave him the he boot. had flown to, to, to Pullman. So like, dude, Tennessee deserves from the football gods, like a true 20 years of horribleness <laughs> and they're uh, getting it hopefully. But, <laughs> but, uh, Alan Cooley's on the other end. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm just saying like the, what they did was wrong <laughs> to, 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 to tie, to tie Shiano to the Sandusky, Sandusky thing Sandusky. is fucking evil, man. If there was no, and there, yeah, there supposedly and it is BS. none. All BS, man. Wow. Yeah. That's really bad. That's really bad. But, but uh, how about Florida state? Florida state had an opportunity to hire Shiano. He's got ties. He's to got Florida. Fl- yeah. Florida ties. Exactly. Crazy. Miami, Miami went with Diaz and he would have been perfect in Miami. That's what I'm saying, man. Like when he was at Rutgers, he was pulling I, I, from Miami a lot. That, we've been saying this. I've been saying this for like six or seven years. Like it's like, that's a no brainer. Why is everyone passing yeah. on this? Levitt too. What is Rutgers? Rutgers is only one and four right now, but they're passing the eye test. Uh, respectable game against Ohio. So look, their competition, they beat Michigan state and the K and then uh, Rutgers Rutgers. Yeah. They played Indiana. Who's proven to be a good team. And that was, that was a close game for a little bit. Okay. Ohio state. They dressed that one up. They a little covered bit. that. Yeah. But, but it's, I mean, dude, it's, Illinois, it's year one. Yeah. It's year one. Yeah. Give them time. Yeah. <laughs> Illinois has turned it around that like they've won their last two. Um, and they just put it on. Nebraska. I'm saying like, you look at their scores a year ago. And look at what they're yeah, doing. It's now. night and day. It is. It is like, he should already be big 10. He's going to turn them around. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. Um, okay. So uh, Ohio state, let's talk a little bit about them though. I, this defense is trash. Yeah. I don't understand how it's trash. Cause when I, I did a solo pod for this game and I'm going through it, I'm like, they're talented at the D line. They're really talented to the linebacker. They're talented in the, in their secondary. Yeah. I don't understand how they're this bad. Well, I saw the, all the Ohio state fans on Twitter saying, how does uh, Ryan day let Kerry Coombs change the scheme from what Halfley was doing last year that drastically. Um, and well, Halfley's proven to be a hell of a coach. You're watching what he's doing at, B- at BC instantly. Yeah. Been very impressed with Jeff Halfley yeah. uh, in year one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but Ohio state has some kinks and uh, Coombs is, Got a, quite the reputation as a great coach, you know, so it's surprising. The O-line struggled for Ohio State. I don't know. Tom Allen needs to be, I mean, we need to praise him as much as I, I don't know that I believe Indiana. He had some really, co- like, awesome game plan defensively for Ohio State, with the exception of the run, yeah, covering the run. I thought, like, their blitz packages really confused Fields. Fields actually, for a guy coming into the game, though it was throwing, like, 87%. Yeah, did Fields just lose his Heisman? Uh now I still think it cause they got the win and he still made key plays yeah. well, down uh, the stretch. It wasn't uh, like he had a truly awful game, right? But I thought he looked very flawed. I, I was actually impressed by him. I actually texted you in the middle of the game. I'm so, so salty that uh, Ohio state has fields. Cause I mean, it was little things like they would have him dead to rights on a blitz and he just, pfft, yeah, he's stiff. On, it's still dude, amazing that yeah. he started from over fields to me. It's still, <laughs> yeah, it's who, like, uh, Smart. It's like JT Daniels throws a 400 game one. I'm like, dude, two weeks ago, this guy's been cleared since the Arkansas game. <laughs> right. 
Well, he's a little, he's a defensive coach. <laughs> <laughs> Just he wants the most conservative quarterback he can find. But the, dude, the, are you a little bit concerned about the O-line play for Ohio state? Like if they were to play Notre Dame, which They'll is a get, really good D line. That's true. Yeah. Clemson's got a pretty I don't good know. D line. I don't know, dude, because there were several times they would, they would run the uh, sweep to the outside and there was more so in master pass Teague. I yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah, pass, it protection. Was pass protection. Yeah. Master Teague. If anything, they need to go to him more. Yeah. Dude, dude was a stud, man. Absolute stud. Yeah. Um, he would get to the edge, like untouched, like five yards downfield. I'm like, how, like whatever they're doing, Ohio state, the, the, the guys that are the, the tackles that are pulling the tight ends are just yeah. able to loop around and hook the edge of the defense. And then you got the wide receiver kicking out the, uh, corner and he just gets to the edge like boom and he can and, and Ohio State lands the top quarterback recruit Ewers or whatever it was he Ewers. flipped from Texas he's from Texas yeah what a scumbag oh the quarterback <laughs> well Dude, that's wh- twice wait, now well why are you going to like the, it's not like they're a quarterback factory the last like decent quarterback they put in the NFL was like Mike Tomzak you know what I mean like that's or true. Bobby Hoying I guess played for the Eagles a little bit that's true but they're I'm saying bu- like bust city uh if I'm a quarterback, that's the last school I'm going to. Right. They're clearly running. If that. I'm an athlete, I'm going, okay, I'd go there. You know what I mean? But if I'm like, I mean, if right. straight up passer, no. Yeah. I want Take, someone who can develop me to play in an NFL offense. I mean, there's like quarterback factories out there, dude. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. there's schools that have just p- produced tons of quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why would you not be in, be like, Hey, uh, like even USC look, say what you want about them. They've been a lot of bust. But they for somehow they get their quarterbacks in the first round every year, right? Like okay. Carson, even like well, Ohio State's gotten guys in the first round. Haskins went number fifteen. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the only one. And he's uh, is he still? On? I think what's his name went higher than he should have. What's his who, name? Joe Germain. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, Car- Cardale Jones. He's in, who's in the XFL last year, bro? I don't care. He still got drafted <laughs> high. Shout out to Cardale. Hope he's doing good, man. Uh, next game on this thing: Nebraska, Illinois, Patty C. Frost is going to get one more year, right? Hey, and I'll say this. They got their ass whooped. I'm completely off on Nebraska, but they uh, kudos to them playing with that many players out. Yeah. But Scott Frost is he's on thin ice next year. I think he, they better give him next year. Yeah. 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 He's too I, beloved. You know what my problem is with him? Hmm. I think Adrian Martinez is better than McCaffrey. I thought so too. I don't understand. I think Adrian Martinez is extremely talented He's not using him correctly. Yeah, I mean, I think McCaffrey is good. I think he's yeah. got two good quarterbacks. If I'm Adrian Martinez, I'm transferring. You want to talk about, you know, hey, what what's Tennessee with Guantanamo Bay? All right, because <laughs> right now, right now, he's penciled in to be since this year doesn't count. He's there next year. Yeah, as Tennessee, soon as that dude drops his name in the call transfer Adrian portal, Martinez right, right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know it's illegal, <laughs> yeah. but that has never stopped. You I mean, guys what before. other teams? I mean, there's a lot of teams out there that could really use that guy. Um, but. Uh, uh, Nebraska. And I was thinking about this when I was watching the UCF game. I was like, I don't get it. Cause UCF is so much more of a gimmick to me than they were with frost with frost. They actually had defensive players, man. They had Shaq Griffin. They had the corner, Mike Hughes, who was nasty. They had a good D tackle. Yeah. Like this year, when I watch UCF defense, I'm like, this guy's, they're a bunch of lemons. They the, might have one guy that might make it. Well, their defense is NFL. bad this year. Yeah. But that's the difference really. Right. Well, they did the, where frost was the, uh, was the Chris Peterson. You know, Heupel's like yeah, the, the, the uh, Brian Harson. Yeah, exactly. You know, close, exactly. but not not quite enough. Um, but yeah, Frost for whatever reason is really having a hard. I mean, Big Ten West is tough, but yeah, I mean, kind of. Uh, he should get one more year though. 
people call out for him. I think one more year. I dude, I actually think, but how most coaches should get even Fuente, who I know Virginia Tech fans would hate my opinion. That they hate my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I'm friends with the Two Deep podcast. Virginia Tech fans listen to the Two Deep podcast. They hate my opinion. Look, I, I like Fuente as a dude. I really like him as a dude. I think he he seems like a really great dude. Um, and I think he's a, a decent coach, you know, but God, he can't but catch a break there. And it, at a certain point, what if Harbaugh goes to tech, that would be a uh, interesting fit. I think Shane Beamer might be on their radar. Rich Rod had been in discussions with tech before. <clears throat> I don't know. Lots of no, ways. Tech he won't could go. get that big of a job after that sex. That's I'm sorry. Rich Rod's got to, he could be a coordinator of big school. Yeah, well, he already has been. I'm but. saying, no, I mean, like, they would hire him right now. Yeah. They're not going to, with that recent scandal, they need time for that shit to cool. And if, it, like, to me, if, if he, if no one gives a fuck about that, no if one, a power five was to hire my head coach, look, Hugh Freeze. No, I'm saying Hugh Freeze scandal. is at Liberty, though. He's got, he's got to do the Hugh Freeze thing. That's what I'm saying. Rich <laughs> Rod's got to go to Southern Miss. Yeah. And then he'll, he'll go like 10 and two yeah. and they're hire him at another school. That's the true. only ones that would take a gamble on him are the off the beaten path, like Wazoo. Wazoo might do. I mean, they have Rolovich. He's going to be fine. Well, if, if what's his name uh, gets a job this year, freeze, then Liberty. <laughs> Liberty. There we go. That's <laughs> a good point. That is a very good point. Um, where are we talking here? Oh, first, let me tell the people that the college experience is brought to you by ACE per head. Thanksgiving is about tradition, like turducken with mashed potatoes and betting on football with my bookies, Turkey day free play. My bookie's third annual Turkey Day free play returns Thanksgiving Thursday. It's, it's, it's your chance to bet up to $250 risk-free on an early Thanksgiving game. Uh, the Turkey Day free play is a no-risk, all-gravy wager on the full game spread of the Lions-Texans game. Pick the right team and you win. If your team loses and it gets upset, your bet up to $250 is refunded before the next afternoon game. It's just a great deal. Uh New players will get their first deposit match halfway up to $1,000 to help add even more excitement to the greatest football weekend of the year. That's right. Make your first deposit and get extra cash you can use on parlays, teasers, and props all weekend long. Use the promo code SGP in order to claim your bonus and your free bet. And the best part is that's only the beginning. My bookie has promotions all holiday weekend long. Turkey day free play is Thanksgiving Thursday. That rolls into black Friday boosted odds and finishes the holiday strong with buy one, get one free cyber Monday night football. That's why at my bookie, they call football season winning season. Check it out now. No risk. All gravy, baby. Uh, don't forget to use the promo code SGP to claim your freebies. The hard part to me, Patty C is picking that Texans lions game gun to your head. Who you going? Texans Lions? Yeah, on Thanksgiving Thursday. Mm, I, the Lions have a habit of losing on Thanksgiving, I believe. Uh, so give me Texans. Mm, mm. I'm, I honestly, that's the one, a couple teams in the NFL that I have no interest in are the Lions and the, uh, especially the Texans. Well, it's funny in the 90s, I think you were kind of a Lions guy. I was not a Lions guy, but nice try to uh, Barry? No, I try you and were. paint me as I a uh, homer. I mean, I no. One of my best buds, one of our best buds, Will, was a Lions guy, hardcore. So you tell me because with no, Barry I, Sanders, you were never. I loved for me some uh, Barry Sanders, and I would root for the Lions, you know, because of him. But I would never say I was a big Lions fan. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Um. All right, we're still on the recap here, and this is fun because you know we get to Rice, North Texas, Patty C. We're all on Rice. Maybe. How'd you make me drink the Kool Aid on this fucking Al team? 
Well, they uh, they were tied up going into the fourth. Oh, no, they were down seven going into the fourth. But what was the spread <laughs> on this? The uh, North Texas was uh, favored by one and a half. I don't know. These the, This, again, was on my list of games that were close but just didn't work out for me. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, dude. I, can, I would be lying if I said I watched a second of this game. Yeah. I just watched the ticker, okay. you know? Okay. Well, check us out. Uh, we were talking, you know, big 10 football. And I did want to touch on this. If you combine all the four and five star recruits on Indiana, Iowa, Maryland, and Nebraska, you would have 43 <laughs> Penn state has 48 on their team, but has lost to all of them. <laughs> all right. Now let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's look at every year prior to this to judge the uh, success of Penn state versus who are the teams you're talking about? Uh, Indiana. Okay. They've sucked for 10 years. Yeah. Well, they've had some decent years, but Iowa, they play above their recruiting level. That's way a great, above. That's a culture and a uh, coaching situation, but yeah, they play way above their Maryland has sucked for a while and Nebraska underperforming. I, it's actually surprising that Nebraska Dude, they need to go back to the Big 12. It's not uh, going to happen. Yeah, they won't. But they have no life. How bad do they want a nine-win season? Anyway, to your point, yeah, something's very, very wrong with Penn State right now. Look, and, and my thing I was thinking about this the other day, because I was like, your recruiting angle, yeah, okay, Alabama's number one, but that's actually a coach that knows what to do with recruiting. Yeah. Right? I don't, I don't believe much after that. I really don't. Because even Clemson doesn't get the recruits you would think. Clemson does great recruiting, but it's not as good as what you would think. Yeah. When you look at the team and how many five stars, you're like, wow. Right. You would think they would have more, but Sweeney and Venables coach them. Well, up. he's a clever recruiter too. They're like tech was in the early two thousands where they take speed and they do the most with it that you possibly can. And they don't necessarily have stud. I mean, they did, they recruit better. They, they actually, they got that breezy guy who was the number one defense, number one player in the country last year. Yeah. So they do have some talent, like, but most of their talent is at the skill positions as far as four and five stars, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so I think that's the difference between them and like an Alabama is, you know, Alabama has five it's stars everywhere. at every position. Yeah. Right. But, but even like you look at Georgia and Mississippi state, that were tied up. Yeah. Well, again, you can, have a uh, no, I think Lamborghini like, of a program, but if you get, got a guy that doesn't know how to drive it, but, he but can I, crash but it. But that's my my thing of why I think football recruiting is really overrated is because I feel like majority of the programs don't li- live up to. I think there's the a, there's a few right. outliers where you'd be like, well, what happened when Alabama played Ole Miss and Alabama won? And I'm like, yeah, well, okay, you're I, I agree. That's what? recruiting, but it's also coaching. Yeah. Well, I think most, like you saw Iowa state just, just, I mean, it's not like K state's getting five stars, yeah. but Iowa state's in first place in the big, you 12 know, right you, there is and a, they beat in Oklahoma year in, year out almost. Yeah. You have a great point. You know, uh, the times when the superior coach is at the inferiorly talented school, they often win those games. And so to that argument, you know, the, the superior, the better coach is more likely to win than the worst coach. Obviously. And you're also right that the team with the most resources, right. That gets the best recruits because of that also can buy the best coach. And so, you know, it, it's a little bit of a confounding factor. If you're trying to ca- find the cause of all of that winning, is it that they have hired the best coach because they have the money or is it because they've gotten the best talent because they have all that money? Obviously when you have both, yeah, 
then you win. Yeah, agreed. But I, I just, I still firmly believe that talent isn't all that. Like when, like when I see the recruiting rankings, it doesn't. Wow. Well, there's ten yeah. tons of examples. I mean, Miami has been like a top ten. Tennessee recruiting. gets like a, all, a great recruiting class all the time, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. I, I don't know who they're paying to to, to prop that up. Yeah. Because there's that angle too of like. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, like Texas for as lazy had, as yeah. they are about like putting blue bloods at the top of the rankings they're, they're the same way. Like, okay. Miami's recruiting this guy. Now he's a five-star. What if he's just like another kid from Miami that, you know, isn't that good, but he's just going to, uh, yeah. you know, Miami central or Northwestern high school. And they say, okay, they, they, they produce, they're phoning it in there. Four, yeah. five stars every year, a couple NFL players every year. This guy might be one of them. And he, he's actually not, you know? Yeah. Uh, I agree. UTSA at Southern miss buddy. Uh, UTSA gets the win again. How, dude? I'm loving what the Roadrunners are doing in year one. Was his name Jeff Bryant? Is it? Yeah, Jeff Bryant. I don't know. Dude, they Can played. You that coach's name? What's his name? It's, I think Jeff Bryant. Sorry, I got <clears throat> overloaded. I'm doing all these college basketball podcasts where you're breaking down the rosters. So many names <laughs> in my fucking yeah. head. That's tough. And the amount of turn. Jeff Trailer. Jeff trailer. Jeff Bryant was a defensive end for the Seahawks in the eighties. Damn it. Um, <laughs> database yeah. got a little <laughs> jammed up there. I think from Texas. A and Even too. the database has uh, overloaded sometimes. Well, dude, I'm telling you like covering college basketball, like I've been doing it for a, my whole life, but at the same time now, man, there's just so many. Transfers. You don't give four years to like dude, <laughs> process this stuff, dude. I'm like, you're, you're going through and like previewing, uh, you know, Weber state and I'm trying to preview this team and there's like, they're, they have a 15, a 14 man roster and, and 12 of them are transfers. Right. I got no fucking idea well, how they're going to look. If you're looking at Kentucky, yeah, 10 of their players are freshmen that you've never seen but play. You know how hard it is to do a, 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 I mean, I feel like even though I didn't have the podcast five years ago, I could still hold that knowledge and talk about it right within with amongst you guys are my friends. Yeah. And now it's like, I, I I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how this team. I don't know where be. they were last year. Right? <laughs> I got no proof that this team can play together. Well, right. You know what I mean? And I have yeah. no, uh, uh, sure. They returned a guy who averaged four points a game last year <laughs> and he's one of three players that return. Right. Yeah. Be interested to see if there's more, uh, oh, dude, there's so many transfers. Well, what I mean <laughs> is if that shows up on the, uh, on the rankings, whether there's more, I guess, uh, not diversity, but fluctuation in their rankings from year to year than there previously had been. Well, that's, what's so interesting about college basketball. Check out our college basketball podcast previewing every conference, by the way, is that it's just the, the sport is changing a lot. You know, the one and done's have really kind of been hurt lately. I wonder, I see Kentucky's bringing in two or three transfers this year. Is Calipari learning to, he to needs some experience on that roster. Um, all right. Now, uh, North Alabama at BYU, BYU covers this line, but hold on. Let's talk a little shit about BYU as much as I've defended them. I can't. They uh, look amazing. They do look amazing and they deserve every look. If they go undefeated, I, de- I would demand that they claim they to win the national championship. Yeah. Right. Well, they would same, deserve it. Same with Cincinnati. Same with, uh, Marshall, same with, uh, every team that goes undefeated. If Nevada or San Jose state does, if Buffalo does, sure. If you're not given an opportunity, it. fucking claim it and own it because yeah. it's bullshit. Yeah. But um, uh, hold on. What the fuck was I just talking about? You were talking about um, BYU, UTSA. Uh, uh, no, BYU though reportedly. Oh Washington yeah. Washington calls them this week and says, "Hey, I think you know Wazoo's got the COVID bad. 
classic wazoo. There are too many players hanging out at the Coog. Shout out to the Coog, the bar <laughs> in Pullman. Um, but they wanted to, and, and BYU apparently, and it, it, I don't know how true this is, but Bruce Feldman reported it. So I believe it. Feldman normally knows his stuff mm-hmm. is that they turned down Washington for this week and said that they wanted to see the playoff rankings first, which is such a pussy move. Yeah. I just hate it. And that, that, that's something that's why I hate, uh, you know, some of these schools with the way they do things, some of the power schools, and BYU, you're proven to. I understand yeah. you gotta act like them to try to win, but fuck you. You're not in a conference. Yeah. Take the fucking game. BYU yeah. or Washington's two and zero. They they might be the. They were up forty four nothing on Arizona. Do it for the cause. Yeah. Do it for the cause. They might win the Pac twelve this year. Yeah, they easily could. Yeah, well, dude, after almost watching might be Oregon, favored. Yeah, after watching Oregon. Yeah, I we we gotta we're gonna talk Cristobal in a little bit too. <laughs> um, I I just can't I just can't fathom the. Uh, the excuse here. We're going to see our playoff rankings. Yeah. Fuck you play the hey, game. Here's a hint. You're not making the playoff yeah. unless and you beat a power five. Team. Imagine if that's a, imagine if you have a, a win against the pac 12 champs. Yeah. You're in. Maybe. You're fucking in. <laughs> I still right. think they, they probably tried. Yeah. They to find a way it. to scream it, but uh, okay. They roll. How about this one? Arkansas state who beats Kansas state in week one, they lose at Texas state. Your, your Bobcats, Jake Spavadaw. Getting it done. So now I think Arkansas State, the second worst team probably in that Sun Belt. Yeah. Isn't that isn't that funny? <laughs> We're gonna talk more about the top twenty-five in a little bit here. Iowa Penn State, Iowa rolls. What was I thinking taking Penn State? I just figured they gotta win one of these games. See, when my locks hit, they fucking hit. Yeah. Well, not oh, when they hit, but when they don't hit, because yeah. I'm gonna say you lost I had 45 some, nothing. I had also, some lemons yeah. this week too. Um, this is one I should have locked up because I knew I told people on the Saturday morning periscope and I'll say this. Yeah. I, I'm going to break the rules here because this game's not called the civil war anymore. Oregon state, Oregon, Ah, but Oregon better get ready. Cause Jonathan Smith has got this beaver. This beaver team should have beat Washington. You saw yeah. what Washington just did to Arizona. Yeah. That was a horrible call. You're giving us an early pick here. Game. I don't know what that spread's going to be. I'm all over Oregon the Beavers, State, yeah. dude. UCLA would have beat. First off, UCLA with ten players out. Kudos to them for playing with ten players out, including their starting quarterback. Yeah, and they almost won. The, the receiver dropped the pass. Yeah, would have put them in field goal range. Definitely would have been in field goal range, but they yeah. still had more time on the clock too. So maybe even a shot or two at the end zone. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, Oregon's fucking frauds, bro. They I, are the whole Pac-12, really. I don't know. I mean, look, I, I, I think it's a competitive conference. Maybe Washington, maybe Colorado. Colorado's like a 13 point dog against USC. Really? Who are you going to take in that? Colorado's a 13 point dog yeah. right I now. Think the last USC? couple games have been really close. Give me Colorado all day. Where's uh, that game being played? In, in LA. Doesn't That's matter a, even yeah. that much. Um, Oregon State, though, man. And I feel so sorry for Cal. I re- you know how bullish I was on Cal this year? Yeah. I, I got nothing. I mean, they, they had great players opt out. They also had a, a very limited amount of practice time. Yeah. They also played a game on a, on a 24 hour notice tough, but you know, like you said, having Garber's back important. Yeah. Well, they get him back next year. And I think next year is going to be my year that I, I mean, I, I don't know. They got to build up that, that secondary again. Secondary yeah. sucks now. Yeah. Um, and then UCF Cincy, we could talk about this. I told you UCF. I look, they got up 14, three. It's so funny. Our boy, Patty Fisher. What is he thinking? Yeah. He's just jinxing. I, first thing I thought, the was, trigger, I was like, why yeah. are you tweeting that? Yeah. 
Why? I love you, buddy, but it's like you're gonna jinx it. Right. And and kudos to Luke Fickle. Great adjustments. I thought great adjustments. And Fisher, that's why I didn't respond to your tweet because I didn't want to jinx it for Cincy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I was really impressed. Even Ritter, I was impressed, but, uh, really, and, and it really was that interception, the interception, like the late third or early fourth that really turned the tide. I'm trying Dylan to Gabriel threw a pick. So the first drive in the second half, they went down and scored and took the lead. Yeah. And by the way, how many drops did those receivers have on UCF? Yeah. <laughs> There's sure. some, I, I look and people were telling me, I thought you t- told me those UCF receivers were good. I was like, man, Watch the tape. Yeah, typically. They're good. I yeah. don't know what the hell happened, but uh but hey, kudos to Sensi getting it done. Yeah. I was impressed. I was really impressed. Hey, I'm glad you're coming around. I still think they're a little vulnerable. You know what? I I like I like it. I like you fading Sensi because I'm right there with you. I think Tulsa's gonna get him one of the times. I, I like not. you I, fading dude, them. My my thing is like I don't care that UCF loses. I was actually wanting since the more undefeated teams, the better. So we get rid of this heinous Heinous. I Ford. think you secretly want a UCF to win because you love them. No, 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 yeah. not true. Cause no. I locked them and I almost, and I got very fortunate to get that lock. Yeah. But, uh, dude, what, imagine if that got returned by the way, what last snap uh, of the oh game. Oh my gosh. What fumbled. the hell is fickle doing? He's got him <laughs> in the gun with two seconds left. <laughs> imagine if that got returned. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would have been, and they lose. Yeah. That it was close. The most hilarious moment of the, the year. Ball bounces a bunch of different ways. I mean, that was close. Yep. Um, middle Tennessee at Troy. We got burned on Troy getting a bunch of COVID, but middle shout out to stock still. I'm telling you, it's funny to watch these old school coaches and these, these coaches that people want to write off and, and then do their thing. Just like the one that I told you about Pat. Well, and I'm going to call you out a little bit here. I know you took Northwestern. Yeah. You were texting me a week ago, dude. Wisconsin's going to go undefeated. <laughs> no, I said Wisconsin could beat Ohio state and I still think they could. I'm not buying it. You don't think they could Nah. Are you just throwing shade on Northwestern? Let me, let's revisit Northwestern. When's the last time Wisconsin actually beat Ohio state. Been a while. <laughs> well, Wisconsin's offense is true. It's like as much fun as it is for certain football types to watch a team have four tight ends on the field and just bash another team. And, yeah. Uh, and with a great quarterback play that can work, uh, when you run into a tough defense, a, a really tough run defense, you see what happens. Seven points. Yeah. This team had scored Dude, 40 in there. We talk about Northwestern's defense. Stout. It's great. They're my favorite team in the country. They're my favorite team in the yeah. country because what they held someone to three. They held someone to, uh, they held Maryland at three, yeah. Iowa to 20, Nebraska to 13, Purdue to 20 and Wisconsin at seven. And, and this is one of the best things to see in 2020. It's like a dinosaur. That's from the <laughs> Nebraska. I'm, I'm showing on my phone right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine straight possessions, punting back and forth between, uh, Nebraska. God bless Wisconsin Northwestern because that's a absolutely in today's the day and age where I just hate it with all these pass interference. But Colby loves a good punt fest. (laughs) I love it, dude. Like the perfect football game to me is like 21, 14 or something. Yeah. Yeah, 20 to 16, 20 to 17. Yeah. Watching some of these games, you're like, man, like that North Carolina app state game. I mean, not app state wake forest game that one almost won me a bunch of money, but won me money, 280 bucks. If I didn't have money on that game, I would be like, this is horrible. I don't like watching this. Yeah. Every play is like 40 yards. 
Which, which one's this? Wake Forest, NC State. Yeah. Uh, not NC State, Wake Forest, North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, it was like an arena about, football game, dude. For some reason, teams that embrace that are fun to watch. Like when Leach does that and you have a, a And shootout. that's my boy too. And I still. I couldn't eh. watch that all the time. That's a fun, like. It's like make a tackle. <laughs> right. Make a tackle. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like the tackling is so bad. Well, and then like. The thing that kills me when I watch teams that play like against these passing teams is like. Why not just drop more guys into coverage? Like, I guess you eventually get picked apart, yeah. but like, I get, and I guess you have to generate Dude, a pass. I rush. would be a hilarious football coach. Just drop nine. I would, I'm telling you, I would, I would go. I, I it's like buddy Ryan, buddy Ryan. One time I think Rick, I mean, it was Jeff Eagles or Rick Tootin, uh, punted a bad, bad punt. And he was like, Randall Cunningham, you're punting the best, the rest of the game. <laughs> like, yeah. One bad punt. Like uh, I, Dude, just do the most obvious. I shit mean, I, you know me. I mean, I I don't know if I've ever talked about this on air, but I I would do crazy shit. And nowadays, football, where a pass interference is called, I'll kick an onside kick every fucking play. Every time you score, onside kick. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, because they're gonna get there with one yeah. pass interference. One pass interference to that dude, and I would do. I I would put like three, like the way Taysom held. I would use it times like ten. I would put like four quarterbacks on the field, even if they're not efficient quarterbacks. Yeah. Like a couple yeah. option quarterbacks. You know, you and, might even have a point for a game like uh, Wake Forest versus North Carolina where they're going to score if they get the ball. Why not just go on sides every time? <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't understand it. It's like you recover two of those. The game's over. You know what I mean? You're like, scoring yeah, every time yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I don't know. I got crazy ideas over here. <laughs> Shout out to Northwestern. They're my favorite team in the nation. They are fun. I'm right. a Northwestern. We're a Northwestern podcast now. Boom. Um, Speaking of favorite teams though, how mummy's our boy and his son, Matt mummy is the OC of Nevada who is still undefeated. Patty C. Wow. Most, most, uh, the quietest undefeated team in the country. Go Wolfpack. I love it. Back to the days of Chris Alt. I remember as a kid watching this team when they had Alex van Dyke, who was their quarterback back then? I want to say, was it John Denton or was that UNLV's <laughs> buddy? They had a, they had a money quarterback, Mike Maxwell. Was it? Can you, you do a quick Google you, Mike Maxwell? You're Nevada. expecting me to like know this. Uh, okay. Ma- Mike Maxwell, Nevada in the nineties, bro. They were firing that thing around. Chris, Alt, he enjoyed a, a brief trip to the NFL. You got inv- it. Invented the pistol offense. Chris Alt, Chris Alt. Boom. Um, Remaining on Nevada's schedule. They're sitting at five and zero right now. San Jose state still four now because that game got canceled. Boom. That, that's the final game of the year. And then they have the uh, Mountain West so Championship Nevada, game. Does Nevada Ducks Boise, though, right? They do. So San Jose State, who plays at Boise this week, if they pull the upset. Yeah. Well, Boise's in that side of the division, though. So Boise's going to go regardless. So, yeah, they're going to face. They're going to go regardless. San Jose State and Boise. or And uh, Nevada. Boise, if they can if, win out. Yeah. They have at Hawaii hosting Fresno and at San Jose State. They can win those. Yeah, San Jose State game is the, the tough one. Yeah, that's the, I think I'd actually favor San Jose State. Yeah, definitely yeah. at this point. Um, all right, let's get to uh, this one. Fucked with me, man. This is why this year sucks. All right. Yeah. As this. much as it's great getting FCS in February, and football in December where it's cold where it's supposed to be. Uh, I I was all over Pitt winning this game. I was like, Pitt's going to beat Virginia Tech. And then right before kickoff, they announced that like fourteen players are out for, for Pitt. Pitt with yeah. COVID, and I go, oh shit. And I quickly changed to to tech to tech. 
You uh, you drank some of my Kool Aid. Talk about my, one of my worst locks ever. I mean, I look. Virginia Tech just held it close against a good Liberty team. They held it close against Miami. Pitt, uh, they never win at Pitt. I feel like they never win at Pitt, but they they've won actually a couple times recently. They were struggling before, but they figured it out in the past few years, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, but man. Gosh, he's he's got to be done. He's the Fuente. I, I like you, but you got to be gone, dude. That was terrible. Uh, they didn't stand a chance. How about this? I think Pitt's playing great football right now. With Pickett back, it you makes know who it, they play this week? Who's that? Clemson. Who? What? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Even with Paris Ford, they, dude. Shout out as much as dude. I was calling for Narduzzi to get gone, uh, but my problem is, is like they pit. They have unbelievable talent. Like Paris Ford is going to be like a first or second round draft pick. Yeah. They're, they have a couple defensive ends that are absolute animals. I'm talking, they had, they, they, when they were playing before they opted out, they had the best defensive line in college football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now they still have a very good one because whatever they're doing there, they know how to coach defensive line. And, and these players are legit. What's his name? Even I had that in his magazine, right? Uh, Who are we talking? Who's Narduzzi? the fucking guy that makes the magazines? Oh, Phil Steele. Phil Steele yeah. had them as number one defensive line in the country. So, well, that was before the opt outs though. Yeah. So then you yeah. think, okay, this team's taking and Paris Ford opted out. Who's a great, like a very, he might be the best safety in America. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're thinking, man, and Narduzzi, they just produce man defensively. I mean, look, they always struggle offensively. They'll find a way to, to lose to Eastern Michigan or something, but they're a team you never, I mean, we've talked about this so many times. It's like Arizona state. Yeah. It's like a team that you just don't want on your schedule. Well, and Clemson has lost to them in Clemson before before. Yeah. And so could this be history repeating itself? This would not Clemson out of the playoff and uh, the quote, quote, the invitational. Um, but I mean, they got spanked by Notre Dame a while back. I was hoping that Clemson would have waxed Florida state this past weekend. So, but because now they're still coming off the loss against Pitt. Uh, Fuck you, Florida State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little letdown would be nice, but I could see it still being a little bit deflating for Clemson. Look at uh, Pitt's uh, record here. They beat uh, Austin P fifty-five nothing. <laughs> Syracuse they only beat by eleven, but they beat them. They beat Louisville, who's Jekyll and High, but that's looking like a better win as time goes on. They lost by one against a pretty decent North uh, NC State team, right? Yeah, they lost. They, they were up that whole game. That was. The, the, Narduzzi killed me that game because they could have, they were in a position to win that game. No, they were winning the whole game. Yeah. And Devin Leary went on like a 90 yard drive to end the game. And uh, I mean, and just some questionable it. coaching. I thought down defensively the both as a head coach with their timeouts and not, and they could have ran the ball and they threw the ball. Yeah. Gave NC state more time mm. than they should have. And gave them the opportunity yeah. to open the door and NC state kicked it open. Um, then they lost by one to Boston College in overtime, right? Oh no, miss extra point. Miss extra point <laughs> after the dude made a fifty-seven yarder. And I don't know when Kenny Pickett went out, but no, he was out. I think all of that. Right? And I know they didn't have him him against Miami, and Miami won by twelve. But that game was closer than that, right to the end. Yeah. And then they did get destroyed by Notre Dame without Pickett, though. Without Pickett, yeah. then they get the week off. They get Pickett back. They annihilate Florida State. They get another week off. They annihilate Virginia Tech. This is actually a game. Well, and, and Pickett's a fifth-year senior. Who's that? And he'll probably be back next year because of the note. But I'm saying they haven't. He's been starting for like four years, so I think it's much more catastrophic 
To lose him. To lose him than your normal program that can just, you know, this guy had a start uh, last season. Yeah. You know, like Pickett's been their guy for a long time. Um, this is a live dog situation. Yeah. Yeah. Abilene Christian at Virginia, Patty C. You guys covered. Thank God. Broncos, uh, <laughs> I thought he was going to fall off, but he's righted the ship back up to 500 with uh, Florida State on deck, assuming they show up. Yeah. Um, it was Clemson's COVID problem, not theirs, that caused them to cancel that game, um, supposedly. not. Uh, obviously, it wasn't the fact that Clemson was going to win by 75 points. That had nothing to do with it, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't think they'll be that scared of Virginia. So hopefully they'll play that game and Virginia can get above 500. Um, Kentucky at Bama, my Bama, I, you know, I have a Bama, Bama future ticket at like plus something like two fifty maybe to win the uh, sec. That's nice. Like, looking, looking good. Kentucky still doesn't know how to throw the floor. I knew this would be a bad one, dude. That's why I picked Bama I'm telling you as bullish. I was as on Kentucky when I watched that Georgia game. Remember I told you like they can't throw. I'm like, yeah. they can't throw like I'm talking like a six yard pass is a hard yeah. thing for them. <laughs> well, I took Kentucky. You guys took Bama. And after one or two drives, I was like, I'm looking good. I want to say it was, I think they went up three, nothing. Didn't yeah, they? I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, baby, I'm looking good. And 63 straight points later. Mm. And speaking of that K state, Iowa state. Now check us out. Kudos to K State for all these games with a bunch of players out, but then obviously they lost Skylar Thompson for the year a couple of weeks ago, and that has really been. I wonder with a healthy Skylar Thompson, I think they beat OK State in in Manhattan. This is where I wish I had more time in the day, too. I, I just it hasn't sunk into me that oh, K State has yeah. been affected this drastically by him. Or his his absence. Well, between that and also they had a bunch, of, but I don't know for this game. I think they only had a few players out with COVID. But I'll tell you this: Iowa State Farmageddon was the the whole the whole farm burnt down, right? <laughs> and that was Iowa State running through the Wildcats. Let me tell you what: Iowa State, like you want to talk about recruiting yeah. and not telling the whole story. Like a guy like Brock Purdy is probably going to be good potential to be one of the better NFL quarterbacks mm-hmm. that comes out of this class. Assuming he comes out. Uh, whereas like you could get a Justin, I mean, Justin Fields is going to be good, but like a Cardell Jones or something. Yeah. I'm Brock Purdy might even get less hype than a Cardell Jones, but he's going to be a 50 times better NFL quarterback. Yeah. So, and that something to consider quarterbacks out there who actually want to succeed in the NFL. Yeah. You know, Matt Campbell, uh, so look, you got Iowa state now in first place, right? Cause okay. State lost. Yeah. Oklahoma wins. So right now the season ended, it's Oklahoma, Iowa state rematch where Iowa state's kind of got their, I won't say they got their number. Cause I think they're two and two against each other in their four years. But I feel like even in Iowa state's losses, they went for two in Norman two years ago. And I think the other one was a close one. The other one might've been by 10, but I think it was like a three point game late. But yeah, they've always played yeah. them close um, under Campbell. Th- so, but I want to talk about the, and they're going to play in the uh, big 12 championship. It looks so, like, so right now your setup is one, oh, Iowa state two Oklahoma, three, Texas, four, Oklahoma state, five K state, right? Yeah. Or I'm sorry. I think five K state and West Virginia. Uh, here's where it gets sneaky. Iowa state at Texas this week. I mean, this is for a trip to the big 12 championship for both teams. Is it or yeah. because Iowa state has the tiebreaker on Oklahoma. 
Ew. So if Iowa State loses this, they're still in. Texas double fucks Oklahoma if they win. Well, no, because Oklahoma has the tiebreaker on Texas. On Texas. But here's where it's scary is Oklahoma just had the huge win against OK State, and now they travel to West Virginia where no one is talking about how good West Virginia has been lately. That's true. No one is talking about that game. That's true. Um, man, so how would that work out, though? If it, it, Would it be a three-way tie? I think if Oklahoma, if Texas beats Iowa State, by the way, Texas still has to play at K-State, too. Um, and Iowa State still has to play WVU in Ames, though. But Yeah, that um, helps. It almost makes me think, I think, I don't know how that would work out. Suppose they, they went out, team? then, then yeah, I mean, Iowa State would have uh, an out-of-conference loss. So I don't, I don't think that would hurt them in to terms of... To a ranked of, team. To a ranked team. Yeah. So it shouldn't hurt them that much, but it could conceivably be... I mean, and they would, if it was the possibility of putting Oklahoma and Texas in the Big 12 championship game, the powers that be will make that happen. Well, wh- let me ask you this. What if Texas beats Iowa State and therefore Texas surpasses them in the rankings? But then Texas loses at K-State. Well, then Texas is out. And it's Iowa State, uh, what's it called? Uh, Oklahoma again. And I think, I don't know, it's going to be really interesting. Even OK-State's not out. Because OK-State has a tiebreaker on Iowa State. That's what happens. Interesting. But Texas beat OK-State. That when a four-way tie, that changes the math entirely. Then there's like this like huge thingy. I don't know how it works, but tech, but okay. State still plays Texas tech at TCU at Baylor. There's a very good chance. It could be a four way tie at the end of this thing. Yeah. It's going to be, that's going to be wild. Yeah. All right. I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by thrive fantasy. Come prop up on thrive fantasy this season. Thrive fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props with thrive. You can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. If it's NFL, you choose 10 of the available 20 player props to build your lineup. If it's uh, PGA, MLB, esports, you choose five of the available 10 player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value, both on the over and the under, and how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props, rack up the most points to uh, win a share of the prize pool. Thrive is over $50,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly and is awarded over $1.6 million in cash prizes. Use the promo code SGP when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit. And that thing has a four times rollover download thrive fantasy on the app store or Google play store, or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com sign up and prop up today. And don't you forget that promo code SGP. Um, I know we got to get to the database top 25, but I'm just having a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun tonight. Yeah, come on, Tennessee. I can't believe they didn't cover this game. Wait, did they cover this game? I thought they scored late to cover this. Did did Auburn run it up again? <laughs> Kobe's uh. What I I I because hold on, who graded this one? Nick. Yeah. Let me see. Let me pull that up. Yeah. Uh, Auburn won by thirteen, thirty to seventeen. Oh, Auburn did the cover. Field goal. <laughs> they kicked a field goal late because I saw Tennessee score and I'm like, oh, with two minutes left, we got this. Yep. <laughs> Brutal bastards. Um, uh, Jeremy Pruitt, is he done? Two and five this year. Let's see who else they have on the schedule. Uh, I can't wait for this Vandy game. <laughs> if he loses that one, gosh, he might be. But eight and five last year. That's got a that was a bullshit eight and five, though. He still hasn't beaten a team, an SEC coach with a winning record. <laughs> Dude, that was a bullshit eight and five. Dude, I saw that. I knew that, man. I was all over the under this year. 
Yeah. They were get dude, they lost to Georgia State by double digits last year. They were a gimmick team last year, man. I didn't buy that <laughs> shit one bit. Well, listen to the remaining schedule here. Uh at Vandy this week. Right? Yeah. We'll give them that win, right? Then they host Florida. Loss. And they host AM. Loss. I hope they beat one of them. That would put them at uh three and seven on the season. Unacceptable for Tennessee, you would have to figure. Yeah. Um, but someone's got to lose. Funny how that works. SEC. When uh, can we talk about that? Also, by the way, I was in a Twitter debate today with someone that was saying Notre Dame would be average in the SEC. Hey bozos, <laughs> hey bozos, your conference is way the fuck down. Yeah. All right. The ACC with Notre Dame is better than the SEC this year. This year. This year. It changes per year. The Big Ten's way down. All right. The SEC is way better than the Big Ten. But yeah. you cannot tell me. And how about this? We've long lobbied that, man, the SEC and Pac-12 and Big 12 play nine conference games. Why doesn't the SEC and ACC? Well, yeah. check this out. We're seeing it this year. But yeah. guess who it's impacting more? It's impacting the SEC more than the ACC. Yeah. I mean, look, they, they in any given season, usually you'd have a, a few contenders in the SEC. I mean, they have three in the top ten right now, so it's really hard to hate on their success. But it's not the traditional teams, and... A team well, like Florida hasn't played anyone well, and, yet. Well, Florida is one and one against teams with winning records. Yeah. A and M is, I think, one and one against teams with winning records as well. Um, so we don't know that much, but I'll say this. We know Alabama's amazing. They're the best team in the country. Yeah. I think that's undeniable right now. Uh I think it is questionable. I think there's a few teams that could play. Uh I think Clemson with uh what's their names could beat them. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah, but my point is, is that I know they're elite. I, I still Florida and A and M still to me. They're really good, or I think Florida could be really good because that offense is really good. But the defense is so bad. Yeah, I don't have a lot of confidence in A and M. I still question, but the fact they beat Florida head to head, I would put A and M in before. Sure, but I still wonder. Like someone asked me on Twitter, if Oklahoma played A and M tomorrow, who'd you take? And I go, I'd take Oklahoma. Well, well yeah, Oklahoma's figured it out. They've well, worked so just, out the kinks the, of a new the quarterback. Consistency is Kellen Mond throughout his career. I always. I'd say Florida doesn't have that going for them. Oklahoma's a much better team right now than AM is. I mean, AM did throttle. I mean, AM, maybe I'm not giving them quite their credit. Maybe the game would be closer than I think, but I think Oklahoma, after what they just did to. So does that mean OK State? O- Oklahoma would beat Florida then in your book? I think so at this point. I think that'd be okay. a good game, though, because Florida has. Oklahoma's like, got a good defense, man. They're, they're, they were top 25 coming into the week, and then they had a great showing last week. So I, I think they're probably right. They're definitely still in the top 25 as far as yardage goes. Yeah. That's dude at Oklahoma. That's a, that should be a fucking national headline. You know what I mean? Defensively. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess my point here is that we're finally seeing a 10 game schedule. And the before where people, in my opinion, the sec fans would say, Oh, well, Tennessee, because they would get four garbage out of conference wins. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The meat of the sec and Tennessee are bowl teams, dude. They're good. And I'm like, no, they're not. Yeah. When you play, I know this is a 10 game schedule. Right. So obviously that's more than what, but Nine. not really Stanford, yeah. Stanford and Northwestern and a, a couple others, USC. Yeah. They schedule 11 power fives a lot of years. Right. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That, and so then when, when people are shitting on them nationally, they haven't really done their due diligence. They haven't done their homework and seen, well, well shit. Okay. Kentucky, Kentucky has this many wins, but they had played two FCS teams right. or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. Or, Missouri, or Florida. whatever. Yeah, Florida does it all the time. Yeah. But 
that's my point. You look at the middle of the road now. Yeah. I mean, the, to the SEC has managed to keep three elite teams, but the teams that like support that idea that the whole conference is elite, which is kind of in the middle of the pack, the yeah. meat being yeah. better than the, you know, having like eight teams in the top 25, what they yeah. do often. How a many lot do- of that is gimmicks. A lot of that is cause you're, you're soft at a conference schedule where you, yeah. even if you are playing a decent group of five, it's always at home. We've pro- proven the last time Alabama went on the road yeah. at a group of five, they lost to Hawaii. Uh, and Missouri, the last time they went on the road to a group of five lost at Wyoming. We, we do can, this all the time. We but. can do this. You know, I can go team by team. All right. And, I mean, and, it's apparent though. The, the, our point is kind of being proven and we need to say this. As, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, look, and I think the SEC is the second best conference in college football right now. Yeah. I think the ACC is better. I think the middle of the ACC is much better than the middle of the SEC. I don't think it's much better, but I the think middle. Like, it's like the middle, the middle is like Kentucky, like Kentucky and NC state. I think NC state's a lot better than Kentucky. Right yeah. Now. I think wake forest is a lot better than Tennessee or, yeah. or Arkansas. Yeah. I would take I would them right now. Yeah. Um, that's my point though, is the middle with LSU being this bad. Right. I mean, and then toward the top though, you know, I, it's just tough to know how good Auburn is, how good Georgia really is, how good, uh, Georgia, we get waxed by North Carolina right now. I think they would lose, but I think it might be a closer game than you would think. Really? Yeah. Especially oh, with, JT now, Daniels? with JT Daniels. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with man. JT Daniels, I agree. But the Georgia team with Stetson Bennett that started like five games. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take North Carolina by two touchdowns. Right. Look, I agree with you. I think it's, I think it's pretty razor thin that the ACC is better than the SEC right now. With, but actually with JT Daniels, I might take Georgia to beat North Carolina. Okay. Well, I don't know. I need to see it again because they look like shit against Mississippi state. Yeah. Either way, either way, I, I think the SEC, when they have to uh, clearly, when when you have to play against yourself, one of your own teams instead of uh, a cupcake that you are guaranteed to win, you get, you know, twice as many or get a hundred percent more losses with yeah. those games yeah. uh, in the conference. So, or fifty percent more losses. Well, I think everything. I think it hurts you for strategizing for the next week when you're playing Ab- Abilene Christian or something, uh, and you know, you get an advantage. The SEC is by far the best at the way they handle their schedule. Yeah. Cause it, it, they, they always get a buy before a big game. When you look at the big 12, you'll see like sometimes like teams will play like three hard games in a row. And sometimes it's Oklahoma and Texas and, and they, they've catered to them. Then maybe they didn't do two back to back away games, but no matter what, it's three straight tough opponents rarely happens in the sec. Yeah. Well, rarely the happens. Thing about the sec is having all that money, you yeah. know, gives you leverage, you know, it gives you leverage when you, you get Oregon who who has more money than God. So that's a bad example. But like for a lot of these other teams that like are traveling to a neutral site, that's in sec territory, you can lean on your money and be like, all right, we're only going to pay you. If it will only go to your house, if you give us $2 million, you know, and the other yeah. teams like, we can't afford that, you know? So, but sec, it's like, all right, we'll have a neutral site game in our territory. You'll get $2 million. We'll get 5 million or whatever it is. I don't yeah. know. But, like a team like Missouri though, had they had 400 conference games. I know they recently had a, a home and home with Yukon, right? Yeah. They would probably be a bowl team now. And we know Missouri to be right now, not a very good team. Like I don't look at Missouri and say, Hey, that's a good, that's a good team. Like I think wake forest would, would, would wax Missouri, right? Sure. Um, that's my point though, is that's one like last year, they'd have a bunch of wins outside of it. You know, obviously they lost at Wyoming last year. That, that proves my point too. If you go on the road, 
in group of five. But my point is, is that these middle teams that would, would be bowl eligible. Right. Because they're playing UConn. Yes. Grabbing these garbage wins. Right. Are now having to yeah. play a, a, a conference game like every other conference is doing. Yeah. And they're taking an L. Yeah. And it makes them all look and, and average. Look, I'll be honest. Sometimes it happens at uh, in the other conferences too, but it's not as, it's not, it's not a, like you'll have one or two teams in, in, in some of these other conferences that occasionally would do that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it's, it'll, it'll be a blemish. You'll see like there though, they went to a bowl, but really they weren't that good. Oh, the ACC's picked up on yeah. it. The ACC yeah. is biting off the SEC at this point. I completely agree. Okay. Uh, Liberty at NC state. We cover on my lock here, but gosh, this one hurt. First off, if Malik Willis just doesn't pass the ball in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Liberty wins. They were winning most of this game. Liberty was. Yeah. And, and just two vital interceptions in the second half. And then mm. they finally get down there to win the game and their kick gets blocked. Yeah. I think they were the better team. You said back-to-back interceptions back to, late one in the of, fourth. Well, one of them gave NC state the touchdown. Yeah. Cause it was at his own like 15 yard line. Yeah. It's like, if he just runs, I don't think NC, NC state wasn't moving the ball on them. Right. So I'm saying like, if don't they even just take punt, the risk. If they just punt right. and run. Yeah. All right. Well, they had managed 12 points in the game until that point. So mm. yeah, you're right. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, Michigan Rutgers. We talked about Missouri, South Carolina. We all hit on Missouri. Uh, Georgia. I can't believe Georgia. I can't believe Leach got that. That, that was a good there. look. Oklahoma. One of my locks. I took OU. Uh, NC Nick took OU. I took OSU. Mm. Bad look. How about Washington? Was up forty four nothing on Arizona. How, how does that make Ari- now? Washington pulled their starters up forty four nothing. Yeah, Arizona. The final score is forty four twenty seven. Yeah, mi- misleading. Yeah, sure. very misleading. And uh, how does that make USC look? Right. I was thinking about this. How lucky is USC that Utah start Utah threw five picks or five turnovers? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's their first game. They look like a team on their first game. Yeah. It's so lucky because they normally always lose in Salt Lake City. Right. It's so lucky that they. Utah they get the like, hardest game maybe yeah. in the South. No, it is their hardest game. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what Colorado does, but. But still, it's in LA. Yeah, Coming true. into the schedule, you're like, hey. Yeah. This is the one that they could that lose. That they could lose, yeah. But it's like, well, now Utah is breaking. It's the first time they're playing all year. What the fuck? Yeah, they're breaking in their entire team. I mean, they look like a team that was breaking in their whole team. It, there's such an advantage to playing three games as opposed to one. But, uh, and then now, how does, it, how does it make USC look when Arizona was down 44 nothing? Right. And the pre- prior week before. Yeah. Uh, Arizona was winning with 30 seconds left. Yeah. Um, okay. A bunch of games got canceled. Boise State, dude, we got fucking hammered on this one. Triple yeah. lock. I can't believe we lost this game. <laughs> I went and started watching TV with Boise State, I think, up 40 to 10, was it? And I'm like, they're fucking killing them. Yeah. Todd Graham. I shot this one off early too. Oh man. Get some garbage touchdowns. Gets the backdoor cover. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Then UCLA at Oregon, UCLA covers. Shoot. If they have Dorian Thompson Robinson. They went out, right? Chip Kelly's getting them going. I, I think they're next year. I'm telling you, they're finally turning the corner. They look, they pass. They're passing the eye test to me, dude. If they didn't, you saw that pick six before the half. Yeah. You know, that's what Oregon won by. Yeah. If they don't throw that hail mary, they lose. How fat is that uh, offensive lineman that what what what, what am has I explaining? the angle and falls on his face? What I'm explaining here is UCLA go, is winning with five seconds left before the half. They go to throw a hail mary. As the quarterback throws the hail mary, his arm gets hit. Yeah, the ball flies like and ten yards. The linebacker intercepts it and returns it to the house for a touchdown. Yeah, and that was the difference in the game. 
that and a big drop by UCLA's best receiver Phillips, uh, which would have put them in field goal range. But I'm telling you, man, Cristobal, <laughs> I got zero faith. Well, I don't know how good uh, Oregon is supposed to be right now. Again, recruiting wise, he's getting it going again. But even with uh, when I see Herbert, like we mentioned, I mentioned this on Sean and Ryan show. Yeah. I'm like, this now that you're finally believing in him, so nasty. Yeah. And he wasn't, I thought I he was pretty good, but no, I thought he, he wasn't w- like, he, dude, he should have been like Trevor Lawrence. Dude. When, when no one ever thought he was as good as Trevor yeah, Lawrence. That's true. When I see him on in the NFL right now. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He, he looks I, like, and, I, and dude, and that's when I thought might prototype. Been, I thought he might've been a bust right. coming in. I was like, man, I don't know. Like there's flashes. I see at Oregon where he looks really good. Yeah. But then I'm like, after watching this year, I'm like, okay, clearly I'm wrong on my, my projection. Right. But also how the fuck was Oregon not showcasing his talent more? Like how are they not catering to his skill set? Well, I think, uh, I think you have a, a secret, uh, hateration on Oregon that you can't even see it yourself. So I, th- I thought they did decent. I, I do think that he looks, uh, more impressive in the NFL. Yeah. And, and like, you know, you write a, a little, a lot of the big games to me at Oregon, he struggled. Crystal ball is a, a grounded pound kind of guy. So you know, sometimes you have the luxury of an amazing quarterback, but your system isn't built around him. Well, sometimes you have the luxury of pick Dundee reviewing your tape. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's we get... should all be so lucky. <laughs> all right. Dantabase top 25 time. Fuck you. All right. Mm. And fuck the current rankings, by the way, you know, this, we say this every week, but I just, I, I'm going to hammer this home. How do you see? What's the biggest, uh, biggest, uh, most outrageous. Actually, let me pull them up. Cause I didn't see with the final votes. Uh, I only saw one of the voters top 25. That just drives me absolutely crazy. Yeah. Uh, let's pull them on up here. One of the voters just, it's just, it's so, so rigged. <laughs> it's like, it, clearly you don't watch the games. All right. Well, Ohio state, uh, four and squeaking by, they shouldn't be number three right now. Uh, at least the AP has a and M ahead of Florida. I'm happy with that. And yeah. they have BYU ahead of Oregon, which I appreciate. How is Miami ahead of Northwestern? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Who is Miami beating this year? What's their best win? Let me pull Virginia tech. Maybe Ba-ba-ba, Miami. They're Remember best. How many backup quarterbacks they've played? They've played like they, they're like six wins or seven wins and four of them with backup quarterbacks. Their best win, I guess, is Pitt at this point. With the backup quarterback. Yeah. NC State, backup quarterback. Yeah. Uh, one other backup quarterback. What team? Oh, uh, Virginia? Yeah. Brandon Armstrong didn't play. Yeah. Um, yeah, Miami's counterfeit. Dude, why do they hate Northwestern so much? Well, they're like, not. How is Ohio State ahead of Northwestern? Can we talk about that? Yeah. Let's Northwestern's go. schedule is so much harder. Let's uh, let's compare Ohio State's schedule at this point and how they've done in those games versus. Well, Ohio State played who? Ohio State's Nebraska. Uh, they're one and three. Yeah, they week two Penn State. They're zero and five. So that's that's one and eight right there. Yeah, Rutgers is one, one and four. And four. So that's three and 12. twelve. Three and twelve, and then Indiana four and one. Four and one. So that's uh, seven. Seven and thirteen. And thirteen. Okay. A combined seven and thirteen are the records of Ohio State's opponents. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Northwestern, Maryland, what two and one or three and one? Maryland is uh, two and one. Two and one. Yep. Plus Iowa three is and three two. and two, so that's so five and five three. and three. Yep. Nebraska is one and three, so six and six. 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 Okay. Then uh, Purdue. 
two and two should be three and one. Uh, so that's uh, eight, and eight, eight and eight. And then um, no. Wisconsin is two and one. So ten and nine. Ten and nine versus uh, what do we say? Four and four and yeah. thirteen. Something like that. Six and thirteen. I think. Uh, six and thirteen. Yeah. Still, ten and nine is a lot better. Yeah. 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 Their their opponents have been much tougher. Well, and Purdue should be three and one. Everyone knows that. Right. <laughs> but either way, I mean, from an objective standpoint, and and how about what the defense has done? They have. In 2020, Northwestern has now held Maryland to three and Wisconsin to seven. Right. That's unbelievable. Yeah. They've done. Yeah. They're, they might be one of the best. Uh, they might be the best defense in the nation from a points per game standpoint. They're right up there. Um, I just don't get it. I don't, I, I didn't get it when they had Indiana in front of them too. It's just bullshit. It's well, just, yeah, there, there's just no comparison in terms of strength of schedule. I mean, I guess if you're talking about the eye test, but still like, Ohio state has serious questions for their eye test. Yeah. You know, this is Ohio state had to stop a final drive against Indiana to, to avoid overtime or potentially if they went for two yeah. losing that game outright uh, in regulation. And this is the same Indiana team that ha- barely beat Penn state yeah. by like an inch outgained by t- two times right. more than twice. Yeah. Again, um, we, we're hitting on the same points again, but look, there's just no reason, for, be it the eye test, how, be it the how, resume. The only thing that they're leaning on here is Ohio State's reputation, which is what kills us. I don't even understand. I mean, a lot of this, a lot of this, really. Yeah. Colby, we talked about this a little bit, and I thought of the perfect. Your, your argument is that college football would be way better if they stop you know, pushing the blue bloods to the top. You say all these people think it's their job that that are part of the committee and part of the media to keep the blue bloods at the top of the rankings. Like that's going to maintain the interest. I've argued this forever. I think it's incredibly short-sighted to to do this. And I also think it's incredibly short-sighted to not think that a large playoff is the answer. I think college football is a, it, it brings in revenue right now, a great revenue. Yeah. But I think it could, I think it could be right there with the fucking NFL if they did a tournament. Right. I think I really believe that. What college football essentially is right now is the NBA in terms of a model. Like there's only a couple teams that even are given a chance to win. Okay. And schedules, if you, schedules, uh, you know, have been manipulated. They always are manipulated. So yeah. that the, the, the blue blood gets right. Less and in the NBA, away games, NBA less, it's yeah. not the schedule, but it's the, yeah. David you know, Stern. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's the, and it's the players only wanting to play and taking massive discounts to play on yeah. uh roster. So there, there are inherent advantages. And so when you eliminate those to the extent possible and you include, I mean, you get the NBA, which is clearly a, a deteriorating over time interest, even with super dynasties, yada, 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 and super teams that like, that's what these commissioners are targeting that eventually kills the sport. Yeah. Whereas like when you think about the world cup, when every team is represented and there's yeah. like That's national pride or like in Bro, college football, no it would be brand. state pride. Imagine being a coastal Carolina fan right now. Yeah. You're eight and oh, you're 16th in the nation and three and oh, Oregon who almost lost two of those. Yeah. Is number nine. Yeah. And that's, and that might be who you draw in the first round of the playoff. I mean, I, I mean, what you're, you're eight and oh, the Sun Belt is by the way, three and oh against the big 12, but yet, yet, Oklahoma and Iowa State are ahead of Coastal Carolina. Yeah. Oh, it's completely Somebody demoralizing figured, ha, as a fan of the They have Iowa State at 15 at 6 and 2 and Louisiana Lafayette at 23 at 7 and 1. Louisiana Lafayette won at Iowa State with fans, I believe. Yeah. Right? 
one by 17 didn't even let them score in the second half of the game. Kicked their ass, yeah. essentially. They have a better right? record. They kicked their ass on the field. And their one loss is to number 16, Coastal Carolina, who's undefeated, who shouldn't be number 16. They should be right. like number eight. Right. And they're 10 spots behind I just don't Iowa State. See, what that, what that does, though, is it it's going to piss off a fan. It's going to, you're ruining a fan base that could be established that could turn in like, yeah, could become a rabbit. To, to me, it's like, dude, if I, okay, well we can never get to a playoff. Why should I, why should I yeah, guess so I'll many watch. people look, yeah. we're from Northern Virginia. When George Mason had their run, the they're going to be talking about went that on fire 50 years from now. Yeah. And these guys are not afforded that luxury and it's bullshit. Yeah. And I've heard other podcasts try to defend that. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, you know, it, it's it's just disgusting. It is stupid. It and, is. Stupid. And imagine from a, I mean, I've, I've said this. A like Bill, times, if, yeah. if it's the tradition you're worried about, right? If it's tradition or you're worried about build the playoff into the uh, postseason. And I've argued they never worry about they They use that excuse. If it's about tradition, they're worried about they wouldn't have ruined Texas, Texas A&M. They yeah. wouldn't have ruined Oklahoma, Nebraska, yeah, Nebraska, it's about Colorado. Money. It's about money Kansas, and Missouri. it's about power. Yeah. All those rivalries. And I'm forgetting more. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia, Virginia Tech, West Virginia Pitt, they wouldn't have ruined all this. And they did. Because yeah. they don't care about tradition. Right. They give you the illusion of caring about tradition. Right. And it's fucking annoying, dude. But it's like when the money is right, they'll fucking ditch it in a they heartbeat. They care less, man. And yeah. if anything, I don't know why, like, it, it's unbelievable because I saw someone's uh, playoff projection and I was like, someone, some analyst, I don't know, but I was looking at the comments and people were saying that, oh, I think it was Reggie Bush announces eight teams. And I'm reading the comments below on the tweet and like everyone, there were so many people that want the 14 playoff to stay the four. Yeah. And I, I just don't get it. I'm right. like, why would you want that? Why? Why do you want to ruin other people's like opportunities? I will, to- the, the one thing that you can argue is the humongous elimination regular season game is fun. Right. I, I will defend that. Like when Alabama plays LSU, most years that is an elimination game from the playoff. And so in that sense for that one game, that kind of most of the time is, uh, an, is a playoff game to an extent. Obviously the more teams that you put in to the playoff, the less importance that game has. And it's, and it ceases to be an elimination game. But okay. So if Florida gets in right now and A&M doesn't, what was the point of that game? I agree. I agree. What was the point of Lafayette? And and what's not only that, when I bring up Iowa State Lafayette, how about the Sun Belt 3 0 against the Big 12? On the road. All of them had to go on the road. Right. And by the way, the second worst team in the Sun Belt, Arkansas State, beat a team that was just in first place a week ago in Kansas State. Yeah. For a one year sample, the AP is completely like allowed themselves to ignore what's happened on the field because of tradition. And that, that's a problem. That's a problem. It's disgusting. Dude, it yeah. makes me. Like I, I truly believe the fourteen playoff ruined hurt the sport more than it helped the sport. Right, because you are battling like you're on basically like a five year timeline to get into the playoff. That's that's stupid because the teams that have a Cinderella shot for one season, they're they're then Cinderella. They, they, they well, can't no, maintain that, that, it for no, five the, years. No, the coach gets hired. Ross right. will leave to yeah, Nebraska. Take, yeah, uh, Peterson will leave to Washington. That's true. It's 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 absolutely it's idiotic idiotic yeah man it, it's it's yeah with that with that said the fact that like someone's just gonna pluck them that does have a chance the, the following yeah. year yeah then they'll never have a chance to grow their program well, and to just that from level. a geographical standpoint yeah you want the whole country would be behind it if you just did a bigger tournament like do you understand 
what fans no. in Conway, South Carolina would be doing right now, knowing that they're going to have a shot to yeah. go to the fucking playoff. A giant playoff would be amazing. Like, you know, uh, in that, uh, the movie Friday night lights, which is terrible compared to the book, but it's really fun when they're doing like the, uh, they're showing like the tournament bracket and they're like yeah. zoom to one part of the bracket. And then they'll like zoom in on the part of the state. That's being like well, the game's when, being when played. You watch Hoosiers. You could do that all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. They're going bracket by bracket. And it's, it, 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 it just kills comp- Like what is the point of sport? You yeah. know what I mean? Like you want to find out the best, like that's why I, I find it absurd when people were saying, well, UCF saying they won a national championship. They did. They beat everyone on their fucking schedule and they were robbed of an opportunity to. So in my opinion, they fucking did. Yeah. And any other team, 98 Tulane, that went undefeated, they won a national yeah, championship. Yeah, they were never getting a chance. Yeah, it's true. And it's, discuss- it's just disgusting. Be able to I claim feel like it. the majority is against that. Yeah. It's like, how, 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 do, like, what is sport? Like, what, 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 what are we doing to the sport? Like, yeah, what, what why are, we, are you okay with that? Yeah. It, it, imagine if a team is undefeated and, and it's like UCF's team, they had like 10 players go to the pros. All right. uh, you can maintain the pageant pageantry of the sport and still have a good playoff. I think that's kind of what people are worried about is that the subjectivity, the debate, the da, 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 da well, about college football will be lost in this, like special little like uh, pageantry thing will be lost in, in college football. If you take that away and we're both of the opinion that you couldn't be more wrong. In fact, the exact opposite so yeah. much like the world cup happens every four years and it is the biggest event in the entire, in, in all of sports. Yeah. It's the, the big, yeah, yeah, it's the big, and, and people are losing their shit that have the smallest chance. Yeah. You USA Ivy coast, Ivory coast scored a goal. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, every four years, the United States who doesn't watch soccer for one game in between that time, yeah. right? The entire country is hyped on soccer, right? That would be the case for college football, for all these other fan bases. If you just gave them a shot well, and it would be the most special thing in America, but these fucking tools, it's just, it's just mind boggling to me. Yeah. It's like, I don't understand that. I just don't get it. I, I, I will never understand why people think that they, and they're like, well, keep it at four. Because if you add more, there'll be blowouts. Well, what the fuck do you think Oklahoma get an LSU is every year? Or Michigan State and Alabama? Yeah. They're fucking blowouts. Yeah, let them play on the field. Let the, let, look, for we see right now, it's never been more evident than when the NFL and the NBA are competing with each other. You know, and the NBA finals are drawing one-fifth of what a, a regular shit-ass Sunday night uh, NFL, football game yeah. is drawing. Um and and yet the NCAA tournament is maybe the biggest. No, yeah, like uh, playoff. In I mean, I can tell you this from a American podcast sports. standpoint. Imagine if that was football. Imagine fo- if that was football. Check us out. A lot of people don't know this. I'm gonna peel back the curtain on sports gambling podcast. Not even us. Yeah, there. Everyone thinks oh, Super Bowls are most downloaded. No, March Madness is the most downloaded podcast we do with sports gambling podcast. Yeah, and it's. I mean. Dude, it's a gigantic Vegas makes all their money on that. People have no fucking idea how huge that is. But then you think about every fan base yeah. that has a shot. Yeah. I mean, it's just so fucking dumb, dude. It's obvious. You're but right. Ha- let me ask you this. So th- that, that's completely idiotic. Keep the Rose Bowl as the semifinal and give everyone a chance to play in the Rose Bowl. Can even, still be special guys. I'm but, even I'm even against that. But but look, I understand baby steps. Baby steps, right? baby steps. Coastal Carolina's at 16, even after beating App. <laughs> I can't. I just, I laugh. I laugh. I, I don't know. I don't, they have a three and O Oregon team. They have a four and one Indiana team. Who's beaten nobody with a winning record ahead of coastal Carolina. That's yeah. a fucking damn shame, man. Yeah. You're killing the fucking All sport, right. bro. Um, 
How about this? How yeah. is even Auburn ahead of North Carolina? Uh, good question. I'm telling you, I could just pick apart this whole thing. <laughs> I feel like we've got to move on. I know we are moving on. All right. Dante base top 25. Uh, my number 25 team is the Texas Longhorns. Patty C They're uh, they didn't play this week cause the game got canceled, but they would have beat Kansas. I think we can, I think we can <laughs> safely, uh, yeah. safely say that. <laughs> uh, look, some teams dropped out. They haven't lost in a while. They have a better resume, I think, than some that have the same record. And I'm going to take the Longhorns. Yeah, Texas, good football team. At 24, unfortunately, I have this team, and it's because they're three and zero and undefeated. But I have USC. They actually won a game from start to finish against Utah. Yeah, that gets them in. They're they're getting better. USC looks like they're improving based on that performance. Yeah. At 23, I got the Indiana Hoosiers. Yeah, they should drop this far because they haven't beaten a team with a fucking winning record. Sorry. Where would you have them before? I had Indiana at numbers 15 before. Okay. Now they're at 23. Okay. Still love you, Tom Allen. Right? <laughs> at 22, I have San Jose State, the Spartans. They didn't play. They had their game canceled for COVID. I think it was on Fresno's behalf, too. But uh, Undefeated. Yeah, they're undefeated. They shouldn't be penalized. What are they, 4 now? Yeah. At 21, I got the buffs. Colorado. Yeah. What, uh, what are they? They're, they're two and oh, and now here's the question I was, I was debating. Do I put USC above Colorado? USC's three and oh, Colorado's two and oh, but here's my reasoning for no. USC's gotten extremely lucky. Colorado's been blowing out teams early and then hanging on late. Hey, this is the database. Top 25. What do you 25. think about that though? Ah, uh, like Colorado well, was up 35 to, to seven against UCLA who looks really good now. Yeah. And then. 35 to 10, I think against Stanford, the final scores weren't that, but right. the fact is that like in the second quarter, I was like, man, they're up by 25 points or 28 points. Yeah. And where USC's were, we need an onside kick, a deflected pass for a touchdown, uh, an onside kick that they didn't even recover. Um, uh, then the next week, you know, a deflected pass that was caught that got them in position to get in the end zone. Now they look good this week, but I just feel like they're kind of a, they're, I don't, I trust Colorado's performances way more than I do. USC's. Well, yeah. Yeah. I absolutely. Absolutely. USC locked completely on, without like any, anyone who watched the games couldn't debate that they got completely lucky in their first two games. They played well this last game, Colorado. You're right. Uh, and, and it wasn't Colorado's fault. The game got canceled. Arizona state is just right. You can't blame them there. for that. Yeah. Um, I don't know you, uh, that this is why I think that we should be able to apply uh, database like rules so that I can check to see if your rules are, right. uh, maybe we'll work on, we're going to work we'll do on a it. solo episode on that. Yeah. Right now people are like, dude, you guys are still fucking talking <laughs> fucking six hours into this part. This is the dances with wolves episode. Um, at number 20, I got the Tulsa golden hurricane. One of my other favorite teams in the country. Talk about a team that locks up though. Jeez. But Thurston quarterback. Uh, that's the best story ever, dude. <laughs> That he's the third string quarterback. Well, name the last time a third string quarterback came in through a Hail Mary to a yeah, down 14 comes <laughs> back wins and on a Hail Mary. <laughs> well, at least well, it gets, sends it to got, OT. Yeah. It got him the win. Um, yeah. It's uh, Tulsa's having a fun year. They're, they're a little bit of a Cinderella yeah, story going yeah. on here at number 19, Nevada. Undefeated. Undefeated man. 
Yeah. I think five and L. Yeah. Uh, at number 18, I got your Oregon ducks. Even though when I really think about this, I was like, okay, they have one more win than Colorado. Now sure. They've been up in, in, well, they were actually down in Wazoo's game for most of that game. Yeah. But they were up. They were back and forth at UCLA, but they were up in the Stanford game. They have one more win than Colorado. So I gave that the nod. They didn't need an onside kick. They didn't need all those things. So I said, okay, they're better. They're right. three and oh. Yeah. Colorado's two and oh. Well, and then you got Nevada behind them at five and oh. So, but I think you, the fact that they're tougher competition. Yeah. Yeah. You have to factor that in. Some. Okay. So there is some eye test going on here in the database. Well, no, 20. just. I just think like superseding record. Nevada's not really beaten a lot of good teams, even in their own conference yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, the resume isn't necessarily, even yeah. though they have the wins, the resume yeah. doesn't stack up. Um, I think they only have one win against a winning record right now. So and that was San Diego state who they just beat. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, I have Oregon at 18 because of that 17. I'm going Georgia bulldogs and they should be fortunate that I put them there. <laughs> Um, they moved up four spots for me. They, they just squeaked by a team that has been horrible. This yeah. Year. Um, at number 16, I got North Carolina. Like it's unbelievable that they have Georgia ahead of North Carolina to me. Yeah. Well, like I said, with JT Daniels though, that is a difference maker. I mean, they have a worse loss. North Carolina does. Doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter. Who's North Carolina's other loss? Florida. They have two worse losses. Wait, who is their Vir- Virginia and Florida state? That, yeah. That's unbelievable that they lost those games. Yeah. Well, Virginia's turned into a decent program, but but North uh, Carolina, like when Florida they turned State it on, they scored like thirty-one in like two quarters <laughs> against Florida State to get back in the game. Yeah, and it's like they just waited. Like it's like they're just fucking around. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah. When I see you at your best, you're like better than almost every team in the country. You know what I mean? Like yeah, how? How? Well, the question is, with a name like Florida State and knowing like their recruiting abilities to this day, like how do you, how is that the team you fall asleep on? You know, for two and a half quarters. Yeah. And I guess that's a fair point that Georgia's losses are Bama and Florida. Yeah. Okay. I kind of see a little bit of it. But to me, like if they played, especially before JT Daniels, I'm betting heavy money on North Carolina. Yeah. Heavy money on North I Carolina. I mean, North Carolina is so much more explosive offensively. Well, now with JT Daniels, if he can get it going, maybe I'll take Georgia. Um, at 15, I got the Sooners of Oklahoma. I think they're they're dangerous right now. At 14, I got Iowa State. You know, I have Iowa State ahead of Oklahoma. It's kind of crazy. They played a game, and Iowa State beat them. <laughs> yeah. And they're in first place in the Pac-12, uh, the Big 12 because mm, of that. That will do it. All right. At number 12, or I'm sorry, 13, I have Miami, the Hurricanes. Didn't play. Their coach has got COVID. For they a 7-1 team, they are the most counterfeit team in the, in the nation, probably. I would have said them or Georgia, but now with Daniels at Georgia, I'm like, okay, it's Miami. Yeah. Um. At 12, I got Ohio State. A little disrespect, but... They only beat one team with a winning record. Okay, so that's resume-based. Yeah. And a little bit of eye test. A little, yeah, little questions about amazing. the eye test. Yeah. Uh, at 11, I got Northwestern. Well, how do I have a Northwestern ahead of Ohio State? They better resume. Better, better teams, yeah. Maybe a better eye test at this well, point. I can tell you, much better defensively. Yeah. Uh, you could say, obviously, Ohio State's a lot better offensively. But that would be a good... I think that will be a good game because they're almost destined at this point to play in the... Uh, yeah. Big 12 championship or Pac-12. Pac Big 10. Big, Big 10. 10. Jeez. Jesus. Name all the conferences. Right? <laughs> uh, at number 10, I got Louisiana Lafayette. Their one loss is to Coastal. Louisiana. They had their game canceled this week. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Their coach has COVID also. Hmm. Um, 
At number nine, I got Florida, the Gators. They don't. Uh, they moved up one spot because uh, somebody lost. Who was it? Andy, who lost them last year? Liberty. Yeah, I actually got Liberty kicked out of the top forty-five right now. You should put them back in. If you think over who? Texas, maybe. That's a one-point loss too. They're two and one in the, against the best conference in college football. Okay, let me take Texas out and put Liberty. Liberty is the number twenty-five team. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. It's um, close. At uh, number nine, I got Florida. Number eight, I got Texas A&M. You know why I have A&M ahead of Florida, Pat? Why is that, Cole? It's because they played on the field. Isn't that crazy? Who won? Like we have tape, we can all go watch this game right now. <laughs> I have it recorded on my on my YouTube. All right. Yep. Uh, at number seven, I got Clemson. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look, they're the best one loss team in the country. But they have some questionable performances. Syracuse, them letting Syracuse. That honestly, I'm not bullshitting. That scares me about uh, Clemson. Like they, if you're getting close against a Syracuse and a Boston College, even if you like need Syracuse to pull away, like, so bad too. Like, yeah, it's like you can't allow that team to even like hang around for a quarter, let alone like a <laughs> two and a half quarters. Um, so yeah, I have serious questions that Clemson is going to win in the playoffs, assuming they go. Yeah. Uh, and number six, Marshall Invitational, not playoffs. Invitational, uh, number six, I got the Marshall thundering herd. They didn't play this week. Their game got canceled, but uh, you know, they're undefeated. They're going to win a national championship this year. Um, the college experience is brought to you by ACE per head. You ever thought about, uh, you know, starting your own sports book, but don't know how, well, guess what? ACE per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They got top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. I know we're in the final five here. Well, I'll talk about it after. All right. At five, number five, how do you see? They, they dropped a spot to me. BYU drops down to number five. Because they played North Alabama, even though they look great, and they turned down Washington. Fuck you. <laughs> and also Cincinnati beat UCF. Yeah. On the road. So I got Cincinnati at four. I got Coastal Carolina at three. At two, I got Notre Dame. At one, I got Alabama. Yeah. Little little movement at the top. Yeah. But uh Coastal Carolina fights to hold on to their position against a very good app state team. I mean, Sunbelt's three. If you were ranking the conferences, do you really put the Big 12 over the Sunbelt? It's tough to say. I mean, I think I would take Oklahoma to beat uh, Coastal Carolina if they played right now. But what if Oklahoma doesn't win the Big 12? And, and then they would be matched up against Iowa State. Yeah, I mean, that would be a great game. And especially depending on where that game is played. You play that game in Conway. Yeah. Give Coastal a chance. I'm saying the second worst team right now, probably in the Sun Belt. I mean, especially when you consider that Iowa State, yeah, lost to and got shut out at home in this against Lafayette, and then Coastal Carolina beat Lafayette. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. That's that's what <laughs> at the top to of the conference. About. Then yeah, maybe even at the bottom of the conference, the second worst team is Arkansas State, who won at K State, who Oklahoma lost to. That's a good point. <laughs> Thank you. It's an obvious point. But Even their worst teams, if Louisiana Monroe played Kansas tomorrow, I honestly have no idea who the fuck I'm taking. Yeah. Top to bottom, 
Sunbelt and big 12 are comparable this year. I mean, I, they, they proved it and none of those big 12 teams played at the Sunbelt might I add. Right. They went imagine three and oh on yeah, the road. Yeah. Imagine. And that's another thing we should talk about is how Oklahoma gets, they played Missouri state at a conference, but right now Iowa state's getting penalized because they played Lafayette, a team that won 10 games last year, 12 games, something 11, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Missouri state had had won like one game in like 10 years at, in the FCS. They're the, one of the worst FCS. Yeah, it's true. Iowa state doesn't have so the leverage of a powerhouse program, but by challenging themselves and playing Lafayette, or maybe that's the only team that would, or, but yeah, maybe they're just trying to beef up their, uh, no, cause they could have got out of school. conference. Yeah, yeah. They could get a the cupcake. Were, I mean, there was teams out there looking for games. That's true. Yeah. They challenged themselves. Uh, that must be why they went after a team that won 11 yet they're last year. Yeah. An FBS team that won 11 last year. Yeah. And yeah, they lose that game. It's all nonsense. Anyway, guys, this is the college experience week 12 recap in Dantabase top 25. Uh, make sure you, uh, you know, subscribe. If you're a first time listener, we handicap every single college football and college basketball game. Been doing it for three and a half plus years. Been over 500 picking every game each season and way over 500 on our locks. Hopefully we can continue that with through this COVID nonsense. Cause it has been a tough, tough year. Um, but yes, please uh, subscribe and uh, look, we won't charge for picks. We don't charge for picks. I'm charging you for your kindness. I hope you're listening to this and I hope it's COVID. You're stuck at home. You know what I mean? Probably sick of the wife and kids. You're sitting there on the internet, you know, fucking sitting around <laughs> trying to load up leisure suit. Larry can't fucking <laughs> find that thing. You know what I mean? Trying to find something to do. We're all there. <laughs> Playing Minesweep. Get the <laughs> fuck over to iTunes and uh, give us a five star review, man. Come on. We're giving you this content because look, that's how we get paid, guys. That's how essentially we get paid. Sponsors often look at the comments and they say, hey, seems like people like these fucking idiots. Let's give them some more money. There you go. Guys, we are the grassroots that's going to deliver this nationwide college football playoff. Uh, yeah, we're starting small, baby. We're changing. Okay. Football forever. We're like right now. We're like Boise State in the FCS in '96. Yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> with every episode that yeah. passes, with all the support that we get from you guys, that's a win. You know, and exactly. you just accumulate wins until we, people give us a shot at the big time, and then we're gonna fucking take down. We were like the blue bloods. We were like Car- Carlos Boozer's hairline at Duke. <laughs> <laughs> Way back. No, but it came forward in the uh, NBA because you put that like black paint on that shit. Um, but don't worry. All right, we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna we this got out. some paint. Right. <laughs> um, or like Bobby Valentine putting the paint back on his face to come watch his team after he got ejected with the Mets. <laughs> he put a mustache on with the eyeliner with uh, the with the shit. He put amazing. a mustache on and sit and that that I love that guy forever for that. Um, but guys, please if you can. Uh, Leave us a five-star review. If you do so, take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D. I'm going to enter you in a raffle to win a college experience t-shirt, but check us out. It's a rigged game. This is like a David Stern lottery. You're still going to win a college experience t-shirt. All right. It's like you and going to the Knicks, you know, or Kwame Brown going to the wizards, you know, it's a rigged fucking game. You know what I mean? So please get it, do it. And I'll send you a t-shirt because we appreciate you. Uh, at the Colby D on Twitter, please. And Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one tweet at him that he's a dumbass and that he's lost. A, I have so many texts uh, or photos from me whooping his ass in tech mobile. I got a medallion on the wall from the, from him 
fucking taking us to a Tecmo tournament and me winning, bringing home a prize and him not bringing home shit. <laughs> All right. And uh, NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Come play DraftKings with us. NC Nick writes some great stuff over at Sports Gambling Podcast. One of those being a DraftKings lineup. Come play DraftKings with us, college football and, and college basketball. College basketball tips off Wednesday. We got a DraftKings all set up. Come play. Come play with us. And, and we're going to give away a DFS lineup for all that stuff. So please, if you can, follow NC Nick and check out the DraftKings stuff that we're doing. And we are part of the Sports Gambling Podcast. They're on Twitter at DSGP Network. Give them a follow. And yes, Patty C, any last words? Hey, happy Thanksgiving, folks. Well, we'll yeah. talk to you on Wednesday, but happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. If you don't catch us in time, and uh, get ready for a fucking dynamite week of football. Yes. happy. Th- I do want to say happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there, man. Even the haters, if there's any haters out there, happy Thanksgiving to you, your Boom. families. Hope you guys all stay safe. The world's been crazy in 2020, and I, I really appreciate anyone tuning in to give us the voice to uh, even, you know, I mean, this shit's paid my bills. Boom. My stand-up career, gone. I was bartending some, gone. Everything, huh? Kobe's holding it down, but you know what? His, I was changing light bulbs. Gone. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> Taking full advantage. Sweeping though. the fucking streets. Gone. You know what I mean? You all, still do that. All for these fun. gigs. Gone. <laughs> um, but but please, I mean, look, uh, have a safe weekend, and uh, you know, God bless, and I hope all your guys' families are doing okay with the numbers jumping back up. You know. Amen. Giving you some heartfelt shit. Now change the fucking playoffs. All right. Change that invitational. Let's open this thing to 32. This is the college experience. Week 12 recap and database top 25. You better start thinking about yours. And we out. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Your home is more connected than ever. So when one kid is schooling the competition... Got it. The other is getting schooled. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And you're streaming a webinar for work and the latest episode of your favorite show at the same time. Shh. Your Wi-Fi needs to be able to handle it. That's why Xfinity never stops working to bring you faster, more reliable Wi-Fi. So you can do it all, all at the same time. Xfinity, the future of awesome. Learn more at Xfinity.com.